Studios. It's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Call John. Toll free. Cheap bastards. 1-800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at JCWShow.com or JohnClayWolf.com. Check out your mom. Hey, where's that kid of mine? I need him over here. I need him over here. He's on. He's on. There he is. Kid of mine, are you there? Hi. Talk to me. Hello, Father. Okay. Hello, Son. <laughs> Speaking of. So formal. Right. <laughs> let me, let me. Sorry to have to do some housekeeping items on the air, everybody. But most, many of y'all with children understand. I ain't mad, but I understand. Listen. I don't drag your ass around here to take my shoes. When I'm trying to find my shoes, they need to be where I left my shoes. Just because we've got the same size feet don't mean you be wearing my shoes. You savvy? You can't even feel your feet. What does it matter? No. Oh, no, no, no. damn. Hold on. Now. Hold on. Score one for the kid. Yeah, you need to speak up a little bit too, homeboy. Boy. Okay. So I, I, I'm running around today looking for my shoes, and I realized that you took them. Why did you take my shoes? I didn't. Then where, what, what kind of shoes? Did you wear those white shoes down here, those rubber ones? No. Well, you sound like a little bird. You didn't take my shoes? No. Okay. And where you got to talk into the mic. It's right here. Get your ass down. Right there. Okay, there you are. Right. You want to be a podcaster, you got to learn how to talk in the microphone. Now listen, the parking space out there, guess whose that is? Yours. That's mine. That's right. Oh, golly. You know, when you pull up, you know what you see? Big Daddy. That's what you need to put there, right there where I park. Ooh. Get your ass out the way. Now, if you want to park there, that's okay. But scoot over so I can come through. So my shoes, don't mess with them. My parking space, don't mess with them. We cool? Sure. I mean, you know, I don't give you all this work just so you can get in the way. Well, you, you haven't paid me in three weeks. Oh. <laughs> At this point, he's a volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- I mean, I fed you last night, didn't I? Yeah. Okay. And I paid for, I mean, who paid for the gas in your car? I mean, you did. Oh, okay. All right. But, but I, you're, you're right. I'm, I'm forever indebted. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Now go back to work. Wow. Hi, everybody. He's having a hard time all around. I, I asked Max this morning, hey, you you been sleeping in that, that double bed downstairs? He goes, yeah. I said, do you make them or do you, do you just sleep in them? He, was, that's what he said to you. He was flummoxed. No, I, that's, that's what I asked him. He said, oh, I just sleep in them. <laughs> right. These kids. These kids. I know. They it, don't understand. It's an age thing, and, and we've talked about it. You know, we we're you're, you're going through it. For the second time now. The but fourth time. That age between 13 oh. and 17 yeah. is you get a, a lot of variation of consistency, you know, which is the opposite of consistency. Right. So, poor Gigi, guy. you've had to have some, some talks with your children. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? They grow through this period where I don't even know who they are. You don't even recognize them anymore. It's like, who is this person? I remember, I think it was... Uh, St. Patrick's Day and my oldest daughter she went through this phase where everything I would say it it required some kind of jawback you know what I mean <laughs> I thought she was calling Cadence and I'm like okay well could you do this and I'm just like whoa whoa wait a minute so I tried to be cool right for like almost two weeks I didn't respond I didn't react and and it just got worse and worse and worse right so St. Patrick's Day I'm tossing back some Guinness you know mm-hmm. what I mean mm-hmm. 
getting Please. what is it lightning water into the into the Native American and Irish in me. Okay? Right. Yes. And she starts. Man, 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 man. So I told Art, who was there at the time, hey, hold the baby for a minute. Went back in the kitchen and we broke the table. Oh. Okay, we broke that table. We wasn't playing. So, um, yeah, it happens. How old was she? Oh, the baby was there. So she was two. She was about 17. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that. She was two, one, three. She was 17 and it just like... Who is this chick, right? And now we have a great relationship. Everything's wonderful. So I think that they, I think they go away for a little bit into this horrible teenageness and early 20ness, and then they come back around 25. Uh, 25. That's when you get yeah, to get you're back. Yeah, you're good. Okay. You're good. This kid's, this kid is, he's great. He's not a mouth. He's, he's just very um, forgetful. Is that a good word? Just yeah, terribly forgetful. He doesn't do it on purpose. He doesn't do it because he doesn't care. He just doesn't think about it. What about your kid, Turley? He's in, he's a sophomore. No, junior? he's he's a rising senior. He'll be a senior next year. So. Ooh. He'll be a senior. Yeah. Wow. That's why Jeez. we were uh, doing these college shopping tours here recently. So, um, he the shoe thing is a real deal for sure. I, I'm I hate when he takes my shoes. Oh, when yeah. we were talking, you <laughs> oh, were, yeah. were you feeling my pain? Oh yeah. No, it's like, dude, I know where I put my shoes. <laughs> Dude, you wore my shoes. I, I'm, that's a big pet peeve of mine right there. Oh, yeah. wow. that it's serious because, business. Well, that and the, he wears this. I mean, he's, he's he's taller than me, but he's the, basically the same size. So wear my same clothes. Right. I'm like, dude, I didn't say you can go in my closet right. and just take a shirt and then throw it on the ground and all crumpled up and everything. Right. You got, oh. That's that. That's the biggest thing. Is I that a know. universal father son thing? Do you think? Like a shoe thing? My son and I have the same shoe size, the same everything size, except that, you know, I got about probably 60 extra pounds I shouldn't have. But, like, you know, father, son thing, shoes, your shoes disappear. Your shirts disappear. Right. Hmm. My brother used to come into my closet and just take my clothes. He's seven years older than I, but we got to where we were both wearing XLs. You know, if I went shopping, school shopping, come home, load the closet up, everybody's excited. He'd just go in and shop in my closet. Oh, I'll take that one, that one, that one. What are you going to do about it, bitch boy? Um, don't take my clothes. Whack. He was like Chet from Weird Science. Jeez. Oh, yeah. He'd just take what he wanted. Hey, you know that girl that's over here? The only reason she's over here, John, the only reason she's showing you any interest is so she can be near me. <laughs> Jeez. But he was serious. That is very chettish. The only reason that this girl is over here paying you any attention is so that she can be around me, my older brother. I'm so thankful for, to you, older brother, for allowing me to have people over so that they could be near you since you were, you know, so desirable. He'd hold me down and spit loogies in my mouth. Oh. Ew. Oh. Yeah. Ew. That's pretty rough. Like take his shoulder, take his knees and put them over my shoulders. I mean, he was seven years older than me, dude. It wasn't two years or three years. He'd he'd hold my he'd pin my shoulders back and like hold my forehead down with his hands, so I like in a straitjacket and spit loogies in my mouth while I was yelling. Boy, that's so gross, isn't it? So you guys had some serious like working through to do in your in your adult years, and you're good now. I hadn't talked to him in a while. <laughs> I, I guess see. not. I see. <laughs> They always wanted me to have a horse. My dad and my brother were really into cutting and roping horses. Sure. So, like, when I'd get a new dirt bike, because I was into dirt bikes, he would make me rope five calves, calf roping for those rednecks. 
and rope these five calves, and then you can ride the motorcycle that you have sitting there staring at you with a bow on it. Okay. Because he was wanting me to enjoy this. So finally, I started to half-ass enjoy it. And my dad bought me a roping horse, calf roping horse. Okay. And my brother killed it. What? What? Because my brother was all pro, man. He was a rodeo, PRCA, had his pro card when he was 18. He's Mr. Billy Bob Badass. But he killed my horse because he he rode it in the hot summer like this. He worked it out in the afternoon. He put it up hot, and it died. Oh, my God. Damn it, man. And his story to that was, it wasn't your horse, dude. We just told you that. That was my practice horse. I killed my horse. It was an accident. He didn't mean to kill the horse. But he killed the horse. I had two dirt bikes at one time, one for me and one for a friend. He and his friend slammed them into each other. His college buddies bent the frame, totaled both of them. Do y'all want to hear more? So you probably still have a little little bit to go through. Uh, I don't really have anything to go through. Okay. I don't. There's really nowhere I want to go. Well, that's good. Right. I mean, I'm just lucky to have my wife that came over here from Europe so that she could be around my brother. Because I'm sure that's the only reason that I have my wife is because my... <laughs> she could be around him. <laughs> the only reason. <laughs> Everybody wants him. <laughs> oh, Lord, I hope the missus isn't tuning in today. Oh, she Mine? Yeah. Oh, she'll be fine. Okay. Actually, the, the Danish in-laws are in town. They got into DFW Airport last night. Ah, vibing blogging. Blogging, blogging. We'll be sitting at the table and they'll be talking that Danish stuff. It kind of sounds like Swedish or German. I, mean, they, I just visualize like a Chevy Chase moment where they're just saying, he's such a stupid schmuck. God, look at how dumb the look on his face is. You know, and I'm just nodding my head and smiling because I have no idea what they're saying. And where are his shoes? <laughs> Where are his shoes? Maddox, bring the juice. <laughs> bring the juice. Hold them in my juice. <laughs> no shoes, not juice. Romario Romo. I did not know Romario Romo was coming into the studio today. There's just people around here everywhere. We've only got a few seconds, but uh, Romo. Oh, we've got the car thing coming up. Romo, how are you? I only come to thank you for Talking about your relationship with your brother. I too had a brother who yeah. was cruel was to he? me oh. as a child. Ah. And now he is Amy and he is a swimsuit model. Oh. <laughs> and he's very nice. So Tony Romo's uncle is a swimsuit model? Very nice. Very nice. Okay. Coming up next, we're going to take a musical interlude, then we're going to do the car segment. The car segment's where you call in, and I bid your car on the air right now at 800-800-7234. Yes, I'm talking to you, Florida. Yes, I'm talking to you, North Carolina, South Carolina, Dallas, all the SEC states. We're live, baby. It's a few days after the 4th of July. We didn't take off last weekend. We're not taking off this weekend. 800-800-7234. Radio is a calling number. Give me year, make, model, miles, average, rough, or clean, and I'll hang a number on it, make you an offer on behalf of GiveMeTheVin.com. We've got 40 locations around the U.S. We can get you a check today on time. Or uh, what do they call it, Zelle? Yes. We can Zelle you the money if the deal's clean enough. If, if the deal's clean enough, we'll, we'll transfer you the money immediately. Clean enough meaning no payoff. Uh, we've got good pictures. The car seems, you know... The, the, 
we're not going to get screwed. We don't really need to inspect it. We can handle it. 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. Be right back. What have you got there? Divine inspiration. Want more of the John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now. 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. And this is where we bid the cars right now, live on the radio, on behalf of Give Me the Vin. That's the name of the sponsor, .com. Give me the VIN, give me the VIN, give me the VIN.com. Call it right now. I'll give you I'll give you a number. They'll write you a check. Jonathan. Yes, sir. I don't know what a JKU is. I see. I know what a JK is, but what's the U? Uh, unlimited. Okay. You're all geeked out with that. I mean, why wouldn't you say unlimited? Why'd you tell them JKU? That scares me. That makes me think you're going to want too much for this thing. When people get too geeked out, when, when, when people are too geeked out about the details, it's very difficult to do a transaction with them. <laughs> yeah, well, it is pretty nice. Right. Is it lifted? Yes. Okay. And how, what size? Tire? So we've got a 17 Wrangler, unlimited. And unlimited is pretty much the normal deal. You know that, right? Yeah. Okay. That's like saying I got a Chevy and it's a Silverado. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um,. Is it a four-door or two-door? Four-door. Okay. 17 Wrangler Unlimited. What size uh, What size tires? 35 on 17-inch rim. Is it a Rubicon, a Hard Rock, a Sahara, a, Win- a Willys, or what? Uh, just a regular. Okay. So it's a Sport? Yes. Gotcha. How many miles? It's got the cloth interior. How many miles? 49,000 miles. And is it a stick shift or an automatic? Automatic. Does twenty grand buy it? Is it a hard top? Yes. Okay. Does twenty grand buy it? Uh, I was asking twenty six. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm offering twenty, so let's make a dope deal. <laughs> uh, What's it take to buy it? I mean, and here's one thing with me, right? And as you know, if you've ever listened to us, you're just gonna get a check. You're gonna drop it off at one of our places in Houston, and you're gonna get a check. Like now, today, it's over. You cash it. Bank of America, it's good. So you don't have to test drive somebody. You don't have to hear about their bank financing. You don't have to hear about their wife. You don't have to hear about their kids and how they took their shoes and all that crap. You just get a check. Mm, very tempting. Make me an offer. Give me, I, I, I'll move a little bit. I'm wanting to do business. Move me a little bit and I'll bite. Well, I'll do 25. That ain't a little bit, dog. <laughs> that ain't a little bit. That's 20%. Move me a little bit, and I'll, and I'll buy it. 23? 23. 23. What color? It's white with black top. Yeah, I'll buy it. Clean Carfax, right? Nice. Okay, so I'm going to put you on hold. Pre-K, please grab Jonathan in Houston. I just bought his Jeep for 23000 Jonathan, he'll tell you what to do. Load it into the system, and uh, we could, do you have a title or a payoff? Uh, it's paid off. Okay, I can... I can, um, we'll get you with a guy today. You can run it over to our office today and get a check today, and we'll, we'll buy you an Uber home. Nice. Thank you. Hang on. Pre-K line one. Elaine in PA. Are you in Pittsburgh, or uh, are, you, are you in the Poc- Poconos? I'm, yeah, southeast of Pittsburgh. What, were you, what, what was your question? 
Do I get a car? No, no, no. We're not giving away free cars. We're buying cars. You're going to buy? Oh. Yeah. Well, I have an invisible car that Wonder Woman has my keys. And there's enough for Elaine. We lost Elaine. She was on that airplane, wasn't she? It's a crying shame that we just lost Elaine. She's invisible. Hey, Cheech, man. Uh, We got to play some tunes, man. Could oh you, no! Could you take us out? Like oh, you want to wow. sing Mexican? Maybe we'll sing Mexican Americans during the break. Yeah. Okay. Wait. If you go to the video stream, you can tell them about it. Go to the video stream, man. <laughs> How do you get there? I, I don't know. You go to johnclaywolf.com or jcwshow.com. Yeah. And then you click it, and you'll see Chong. Not Cheech, I had it wrong. Sitting here, smoking a graphics bong. Wow, you're really good at this, Thanks, man. man. I've been doing it for a couple years. Far out. Look at the hot uh, black girl up on the TV screen, man, with the blonde hair. Oh, wow. You got a mic her. You got a mic her. She must be from it's California, me. man. Yeah? I am in California, baby. Well, I am why they love California. Can you, uh, Miss Gigi, could you take us out to break? I can do that, and we'll be right back with more of the John Clay Wolf Show brought to you by America's best car buyer, GiveMeTheVin.com. You're listening to the most popular Saturday morning show to ever broadcast in America. You're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show. Feel free to call and make your voice heard. 800-800-RADIO. If you missed any of the show, go to jcwshow.com right now and download the podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. We now return to The John Clay Wolf Show. Heard in Miami, Washington, D.C., Houston, Dallas, Nashville, Pittsburgh, Charlotte, Orlando, Cincinnati, New Orleans, Oklahoma City, Austin, and broadcasting to the rest of the world at johnclaywolf.com. Hey, Turley, what's a fella? What's a fella? A fella. Hey, pre-K. Like? Pre-K. I've never heard of him. He's got a button. You can use that button, pre-K. Uh, I, got, I didn't buy that button for you not to use. <laughs> what's that? Uh, I'm, I'm on people's asses today. Don't don't wear my shoes either. <laughs> hey, um, what's a fella? My, my 14-year-old called his brother a fella. He's like, don't be a fella. And I said, what's a fella? And he said, what's in Paris? Anyway, what? He said a fella is like something bad. Homer. A fella. Um, fella. Yeah, I've never heard that one, man. A fella is just a nice guy to me. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, what's up, fella? What's up, fellas? How you doing there? Howdy. Okay, so, so it's not something. Gigi, do you know what a fella is? No. Maybe it's French. No, he, he made it sound like some code word. Like, these kids come up with new words that are dirt, like bad. Yeah. I mean, you, you've you taught us a lot of ghetto words. I know, man. And in the ghetto, we just call fellas, you know, dudes. All right. He does you, have a Rosetta Stone. Well, here. let's do that right now, then. Let's let's explain to everybody why we turned the microphone to DJ Pre-K for this <laughs> question. Because he's a wealth of knowledge. Yes, sir. Ooh, yes, sir. I do like to break it down for y'all, man. I, y'all got me on this one, but I got a, a Rosetta Stone word of the week for y'all. Okay. Uh, this Rosetta Stone word of the week is Riz. Riz, like R-I-Z-Z? R-I-Z-Z. Y'all got the Riz? 
Man, you know what? Our ratings in Miami are going up every word you say. Yeah. Because <laughs> that is some ghetto-ass stuff in Miami. Is I was there this week. There's some areas. Yeah, some. You were probably in the wrong <laughs> There's some that are not also. Correct. I did not know that New Orleans and Detroit had a city with an ocean side, with, with a beach. What? It's called Miami. <laughs> hey, uh... Anyway, what what what's the word, Riz? Or a dog? Or pre-K? Yo, yo. Yeah, our Rosetta Stone word of the week is Riz. R-I-double-Z. H yeah. to the Izzo. What is H to the Izzo? H to the Izzo is just another way to say H-O. Oh. You know, like a... Oh. Like... I'm glad I asked. <laughs> Gigi, did you know that? I did not know that. And you're... I mean, you should have known that. Not, I should have known that. I, I did not, I'm still trying to figure out the Detroit and... Where did you say? Detroit and New Orleans. And New Orleans yeah, if they beach? Could, if they had a if they had a baby and it had a blue water beach, it'd be Miami. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's not a hater. He's I a was wondering and I'm just trying to figure out, does that mean there's a lot of black people there? Like what's it's going just on? There's a lot like, of everything, man. There's Florida. <sighs> there's Florida as we know it. And then there's Miami. And Miami is not Florida. And Florida is not Miami. Totally different. Yeah. It's just I got catfished on a on a VRBO down there. No way, mm-hmm. for real? Mm-hmm. What happened? It had the prettiest pictures and it was so nice and great price and everything's I mean, we pulled up. Everybody got scared and started crying. <laughs> Please, Daddy, don't do this. We're sorry. <laughs> you mean bars on windows? I mean, who builds a million dollar house in the middle of the get het? Oh, that's funny. That's I mean, funny. I mean, get. I mean, I was looking. I was talking to Do- Doughboy. And Trey and, and uh, Trey and Trey's dad out there on the street were playing some bones during the day. Okay. Okay. Do, look do, at you. Do you remember the movie? Cut your bones. Do you, remember, you do remember the movie? You bet. Boys in the Hood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. But it, it's wild. So they bought. You know, they obviously bought a cheap house, tore it down, and built a nice home, million dollar place in the ghetto. Anyway, mm-hmm. what's a Riz pre K? <laughs> hey, oh, don't wait. We're ghetto, supposed to John. guess. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Is this a noun, Pre-K? Would you say like, yo, homie, you got your riz? Yeah, yeah, I, I got the riz. I can use it in a rhyme for y'all. Okay. Yep. All right, so uh, men want something. Y'all know what it is, but you ain't going to get it if you ain't got no riz. Money. Yeah, I know this. I know this. I know this. Okay, it's close. It's close. GG for five. I know this. Thanks to my 17-year-old daughter, Delilah, I know that riz is your game. If you don't got good game, if you don't got good riz, you not going to get nothing. Ding, 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 Check ding, your ding, riz ding, game, right. homie. Thanks, Delilah. Speaking yeah, of Florida. You got the riz, you got the ism, you got game. Mm-hmm. So, Izzo, H to the Izzo, is is slang for hoe? Well, it's more of just the Izzo is, is kind of a, a, a word extender or letter extender. Like Snoop Dogg says, f- says for shizzle. What is that? You know, fashizzle just means for show. Okay. It's just another way to add some spice to it. So when you're saying H to the Izzo, you're just spelling out H-O. You know, H to the Izzo, <laughs> V to the Izzo. That's okay. Helpful. And what's V to the Izzo? Uh, th- well, when you put it together, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about the Jay-Z song, right? Of course. I mean, duh. Yeah. So uh, H to the Izzo, V to the Izzo. That spells Hova, Jehovah. That's J- Jay-Z's uh, nickname. And Hova is like, because he's Jehovah's Witness? Ooh. Uh, well, you know, he, he considers himself a God MC. Uh, 
So, you know, he's comparing himself to God in that way. You don't joke about my Jesus. Uh, Sorry. Mm -hmm. Lord have mercy. Hova sounds pretty worshipable. Hova. Anyway, Florida news, Florida news, Florida news. It's time. time, yes. In three, two, one. In three, two, And now, from North America's own land down under, it's time for Sunshine State News. With your certified lifeguard, J.D. Ryan. Yes. J.D. is off today. He's moving. So you have Bobo as your certified lifeguard. Oh, I'm going to try to do this for you. Okay, good, 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 good. Hi, J.D. This is a crazy story, man. A Florida teen's being charged with a wildlife abuse after a video he made that's making the rounds of him chugging a twisted tea. Okay, you know these? They're in a can. Oh, yeah. It's like a, you know, like eight percent liquor. Yeah, eight, yeah, eight percent. Really? Yeah. So he's drinking a twisted tea, no big deal, right? But at the time he was drinking it, it was being gripped by a baby alligator. <laughs> so they this stick the twisted tea sideways story. in the baby alligator's mouth, hold him up, pop it open, and chug it. Okay. And then they kind of threw the baby alligator around and they administered some more less than friendly treatment to the poor thing, not stabbing or anything horrendous, but mean. You know, like mean. holding him down to spitting in his mouth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission President Vernon Yates. Cut number five. Stupidity. And I can see multiple things in there. It's just wrong, you know, wrong possession of it. Wrong. Just drop it on the hot pavement like that. My opinion, everybody they got video that touched it needs to be brought in front of a judge. And then the judge needs to take some serious points of views to use them for an example that this has got to stop. Yeah. But, but I mean, what if they would have taken an axe and just chopped his head off? Is that okay? I don't know. I don't think so, but, you I know. Mean, you eat, I mean, you make alligator boots. I mean, you kill alligators because they're dangerous. I know. But just because it's a baby alligator doesn't mean it's not going to grow up to be a big-ass man-eating alligator. Exactly. Well, we've got to be nice to chickens. You know, they need to be they need to be field-raised and not caged. We know we're going to kill them and eat them, right? So... That's the conundrum of being a carnivore. Well, that, that FWC, that Florida Wildlife Commission, they're yes. really, really strict out there. I mean, oh, I, yeah. We, I got, we got popped by them, and uh, we were fishing. Did you really? There. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they do not mess around. So. Huh. My friend Brian hit an alligator once in Florida and uh, had, had some trouble getting home. Hmm. Hit it with his van. Got one more for you. And this is a video that John shared with me earlier this week. Everybody's talking about this viral video showing a woman disembarking from an American Airlines flight bound for Orlando while accusing a fellow passenger of being not real as she hurriedly walks up the aisle to the exit, but not too hurriedly to go on a profanity-laced rant. This is cut seven. I'm telling you, I'm getting the f*** off, and there's a reason why I'm getting the f*** off, and everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it. I don't give two f***s, but I am telling you right now that mother back there is not real and you can sit on this plane and you can die with them or not i'm not going to we're going to cut we're, we're going to cut that up and discuss that when we get back my name is john clay wolf right here on this station live saturday morning the call-in number is 800-800-RADIO if you were on that airplane or know the lizard man that she was scared of or know her please call in we get real lucky sometimes this is show's Got a million listeners? We'll, sure. we'll catch somebody that knows something. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO is a live call-in number. We will be right back after Mama. Mother. 
Tell your children not to walk my way Tell your children not to hear my words What they mean, what they say, mother Heard on the air Every Saturday morning From New York to Los Angeles to Houston and broadcasting to the rest of the world online at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. You're listening to The John Clay Wolf Show. Want more of The John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. Oh, yeah, we're back. Back to The The John John Clay Clay Wolf Wolf Show. Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Call in. 800-800-RADIO. 1-800-800-RADIO. Want more of The John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. And now, Senor Juan Clay Wolf. We were talking about the lizard uh, hating gal, the alien hating gal on the internet this week on the flight. But before we get to that, I need to read a listener email from Miss Nancy Purvis. I was listening, good morning everybody, I was listening last Saturday and learned about the Lost Weaves of Baton Rouge Facebook page that y'all were talking about. Weaves. Weaves, like hair pieces. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Gigi, did you look at that? I looked at it and I saw one. <laughs> it's just dumb. It's just stupid. It's funny. Of course, I checked it out. Then I went to Walmart and I spotted a lost weave in the parking lot. Oh. And I photoed it and added it to the group. Thank you for making me a member, Mr. Wolf. All right. Signed Nancy Purvis in Baton Rouge, New Orleans. You're so welcome, Nancy Purvis. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. Speaking of people that have lost things, this gal has lost her S. Let's play the clip of the lady leaving DFW Airport on a plane. Trying to. Hang on. Let me set it up. The lady leaving, um, she was flying to Orlando. She's on an airplane. She's talking to a guy next to her, and she trips out. And she stands up and tells everybody she's leaving because this guy is an alien. He is not real. He's a lizard man. (laughs) So... Like men in black kind of deal, where like you're looking at them and their face changes. So she stands up, so many videos of this, and she is tripping out. What I, I put this on my Facebook page. Do you believe this woman is A, a white soccer mom tripping on edibles? B, the man in the hoodie is indeed not real and possibly an alien lizard? C, a spoiled little bitch seated too close to general population that couldn't handle the smells and the shapes of normal people? Mentally snapped into a fit of lies and untruths. Reminded me of my ex-wife. Okay. And um, D, a mi- missed or mi- mix-matched a dose of her daily meds and just tripped the F out. Uh-huh. Okay, here's the clip. I'm telling you, I'm getting the f*** off, and there's a reason why I'm getting the f*** off, and everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it. I don't give two f- but I am telling you right You know, I I can almost hear just a little bit of cocaine touch in that, especially when she's just like tinny sound. I'm telling you right now, it sounds a little cocaine. Yeah, just a little. Gigi, does that sound a little cocaine to you? 
I guess. You know, I don't have a lot of cocaine experience, but if I did, I would have to say yes. That would be a oh, yes. Oh, yeah. You never watched Less Than Zero with, with uh, Robert Downey Jr. when mm. he was young? Yeah, that's that's a cocaine so, thing. So, E, man. she's high on coke is what you're going to pick? Turley, what do you pick? Man, after, I did some flying this past week, and I noticed that a lot of people drink a lot of liquor before okay. getting on. Okay. And I think it's that along with some pills, because you can kind of have that slur, that pill talk. No, so, we, we played a little bit. I want to hear. Yeah. I want to listen for this cocaine slur you're talking yeah. about. I'm telling you, I'm getting the f- off, and there's a reason why I'm getting the f- off, and everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it. Just sounds like a drunk, f- whiny bitch. Yeah. I, we've all you been around right that girl. Now, that mother f- back there is not real. But why did she disappear? She's a worldwide internet sensation. Yeah. This is her 15 minutes of fame. She is vaporized. She's probably the kind alien of embarrassed. Got her. Do you think the alien got her? The alien got her. It was real. It was a real alien. Well, and now a- she's somewhere in the stratosphere laughing, saying, I told you guys. Hey, Gigi, you have you ever had anybody me. like, have you ever seen, had a moment like that where you thought somebody was like a zombie or something? And that's me every morning when I wake up and see myself in the mirror. Who's this chick? <laughs> Here's the thing about that, though, Gigi. Wouldn't you know, that video's prompted many in the online conspiracy crowd to offer a lot of wild theories, including claims that the being in question might have been an alien or a reptilian shapeshifter or other non-human creature. And it didn't help that one passenger that was, was sitting three rows behind the incident claimed in an online forum that the man in question winked at him horizontally <laughs> as the woman was giving her little speech. Do you know what that means? Like is they closed side, but like opposite of Asian. Yeah, like instead of your eyelids being up and down, they were like sideways, sideways. Like a lizard. <laughs> do lizards do that? I don't know, but I can't. Well, I heard he's had a bunch of tattoos, and that's what threw her off. Stoner Bob. Stoner Bob, come over here. Stoner Bob. Stoner Bob. Hey, man, what, what, what do you think? I think she was like just having a good time, man. That's what we do on airplanes, right? I mean, do you think the dude was real? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I, I saw one in Walgreens, man. You saw the lizard man? Yes. Okay. Where? In he Orlando was, or Fort Worth? He was buying flip-flops and a six-pack of Diet Dr. Peppers because that's what lizard people like. <laughs> Are lizard people, do they look like slea stacks from Land of the Lost? No, 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 no. Right. They just look like people from Orlando. <laughs> they get a lot of sun, and their eyes, their eyes are, are googling. Like Do you that. know how to test to see if someone's a lizard man or an alien? Offer them a diet, Dr. Pepper. Have them drive through a roundabout. They can't do it. You know what a roundabout is? No. <laughs> a, round, a roundabout, instead of a normal intersection, a roundabout is a circle thing. Oh. And that throws a lot of people off. No, I avoid those. But the, the the aliens cannot make it through a roundabout. They'll get all sidetracked and get hung up. It, it like, cross-circuits their brain. Same thing as, like, when they put roundabouts in redneck cities, like in Arkansas and Alabama. They're trying to be uppity East Coasters, and they put roundabouts in these areas. And guys can't get their hay trailers through, man. And they just don't know what to do. Oh, no. It's pretty funny. <laughs> but that is how you check for uh, deals. Okay, I'm going to grab a couple of cars right before we go to break. Ernest, um, a 15 Expedition Platinum with 114. This is for GiveMeTheVin.com. Do you, uh, is it a long one or a short one? Short. Does 10 grand buy it? 
No. What buys it? <sighs> Looking at like thirteen five. Like thirteen five, man. Okay, so average rough or clean? <laughs> <laughs> clean. Can you do that laugh again, man? That's awesome. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay you now. That you, I mean, that's like Stoner Bob to the core laugh. Okay. Everybody tells me that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, does it have quad captains chairs? Your, your expedition platinums have quad captains chairs in the back. Yes. All right. Do you have a title or is there a payoff? Payoff. How much payoff? Thirteen five, man. What'd you say? Seventy one. No. No. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll pay the equity. Put me down for thirteen five. Um, I won't cut you to thirteen unless it's got like is there any body work? Is there anything I need to spend money on? No. Right. I'm gonna put you on hold. Pre kill grab you. All right. Go ahead and start taking some pictures, man. And um get it ready. All right. Where do you live? You live in Katy. We we have offices over there, so we can get you paid. Uh we can pay your equity immediately. Who's your payoff with? Uh uh, credit union. All right, let's go. Rock and roll. Lock and load. There you go. All right. Fred in Oklahoma, you believe the gal was a lizard? I believe the chick just because one time we were out with a big group of people, and one of the girls in our group was dancing with the guy, and she immediately come back to the table and said, asked me if I had my gun on me. I was like, yeah, I got. I always keep packing. And she said, that guy's a vampire. James in New Mexico. Yes, sir. Uh, 19 Wrangler Sport, two-door or four-door? Uh, two-door. Does 25 grand buy it? No, I was hoping more. It's got, you know, it, it's in excellent condition. Uh, and it also, you know, it's lime green, so it's a very wanted color. Is it, it lifted? It has brand new wheels all the way around. Is it lifted? Uh, I think it's a two-inch lift. All right. Is it a Sport yeah, or a Rubicon not. or a Sport S? It's a Sport. 25 grand Wrangler. does not buy. How many yeah. miles are on? 52,000? But it's got a soft top, right? 52. Yeah. I'm sorry? I'm, I'm all over it at 25 grand, man. Yeah. I'm all over it at 25 grand. I'm on it like stink on S. Yeah, I was thinking more 20, you know, 28. I was thinking, because, uh, I was thinking I'm going to keep my money and you're going to keep your Jeep. My name's John Clay <laughs> Wolf. I'll be right back. jcwshow.com for the fastest growing podcast in the U.S. From the Wolf Radio Studios, it's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Call John. Toll free. 1-800-800-RADIO. 1-800-800-RADIO. Now, John Clay Wolf. We're sitting here watching big screens in the studio with news and stuff on them. And Don, uh, John Del Giorno, good morning. My homeboy, he listens to us. I met him through the show he's a fan but he, he's a news reporter in New York City and he rides a chopper around New York City taking the film to the news and I just saw him on the live feed on the TV wow that's cool and, and I know he's listening good morning shout out um, 
super alert, super alert. Do you have a Frankie drop? I think that's what we need for the uh, blow in the White House deal. <laughs> did you see? Did you see the cocaine in the White House? They they literally evacuated the White House. They evacuated the whole thing. Yeah. Jackie, why? <laughs> it's snowing in July. Right. It's, it's the weatherman. One more time. Jackie, why? So they had uh, somebody had cocaine in the White House, and everybody's freaking out. Yeah. During a routine patrol by Secret Service on Sunday last week, officials reported the discovery of a small quantity. A small quantity. Of what was later found to be cocaine in an area of the White House that's located near the West Wing. Uh, many involved in the impending investigation now are saying, and this just changed the last couple of days, that the bag of powder was found in a cubby near the White House's West Executive entrance, not in the formal West Wing lobby, as was previously reported. Now, sources are maintaining that both areas are highly trafficked, but the situations even attracted scrutiny from liberal networks like MSNBC, with one host speculating that the cocaine didn't belong to just an average person since it was found near the Situation Room in a fairly secure location. And, of course... What's an average person? And, of course, the question on everybody's mind is cut number one. Cut number one. Sell us your... You didn't, you're throwing me off here. Sorry. Right. Cut number one. He didn't have a cut number one. No, you, I know. Are you I high didn't. on cocaine, Bobo? Okay, here we go. Can you just say once and for all whether or not the cocaine belonged to the Biden family? So... <laughs> I promise. A couple of things there. I did not ejaculate um, on that woman's dress. Litigated this question for the last two days exhaustively. As you know, and media outlets reported this, the Biden family was not here. They were not here. They were at Camp David. They left their coke behind. They were not here Friday. They were not here Saturday. They were not here Sunday. They were not even here Monday. They came back on Tuesday. So to ask that question is actually incredibly irresponsible. Oh. And, and, um... I'll just leave it there. Is this that little short-haired girl looks like Cicely Tyson's daughter? Uh, Stop it. That is Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. You know I'm right, G. You know what? You're not supposed to say that. Well, she's just a bitchy little thing. Those are thoughts we keep to ourselves. (laughs) So let's let's suppose. Let's extrapolate. Let's extrapolate just a minute here, okay? Say, I come into the show next week. And they're like, Bama, what's the matter? Like, I crashed my car, man. What's the first thing you ask me? Were you high on cocaine? No. Were you drunk? Okay. You know. Right. And I'm pretty even level about politics, okay? Because I'm a serious studier. But, like, you find cocaine in the White House right now today? Uh, was That wasn't Hunter's cocaine, was it? It was the, the obvious first question you have. It's understandable. Right. I don't know. I don't really care. I mean, there's a lot of people who go in and out of there and stuff like that. I understand what they're saying about the location. Can you imagine? To... I'm going to cut you off, Gigi. Well, let, cut me off let's, then. Let's, let's okay, talk cut about me so... off and shut me up. No, I'll be quiet, no, Daddy. I, I've got something that's better. <laughs> i got something that's better for you. Could you imagine being Joe Biden? I mean, um, what's his name? Bill Clinton, right? Okay. You're sitting there in the Oval Office with your pants around your ankles and your hands behind your head. And this okay. hot little intern is giving you a fellatio. Is that the right word? Close enough. She's got her hands above her head, leaning back in your chair. I mean, is that when you know you've made it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't have the right equipment, but I want to make it. You're the, you're, <laughs> you're the president of the United States, 
And you're sitting there getting a be- um, fellatio from an intern. I mean, that's pretty ballsy. I mean, keep going. We're going down the sexy path. That, you know I'm with that. It is not a secret that Bill Clinton made it many, many, many times during his political career. Hunter Thompson wrote in 94 that, you know, I mean, there were stories of Bill Clinton chasing women through the bushes for decades. Y'all is just mad at him because he probably has a secret black love child. And y'all can't handle that. Oh, he does. You know he's Actually, the first he black does. president Actually, for real. Actually, time, time, time. You know the story, right, G? Or did you just make that up? He does have one for real? Oh, Google it, everybody, now. Bill Clinton. Hey, Max, uh, pre-K, y'all, y'all um, post up on the Facebook page. Bill Clinton's black bastard son. Why, why, why they got to be a black bastard? Now, how many other illegitimate children have you referenced and they ain't got to be bastards? Well, now, he doesn't mean that. That's just know, the way you, John talks. Do you know what a bastard is? An illegitimate child. Okay. I mean, just because he's black, I'm not saying he's a bastard. I'm just saying he's got a bastard kid and he happened to be black. Bill, Bill Clinton. I'll just put bastard son up and it comes up. He has a black son. I'm, I mean, look at him. What the hell? Look at him. You thought I was kidding. You thought you were just Danny Lee a- Williams Jr. is a man from Little Rock, Arkansas, oh. who claims to be the biological son of Bill Clinton. What? Mm-hmm. That's the piece uh, that didn't get not, on the dress. He don't have no black son. Look at the look at the picture of him. It says blood test ruled out the Clinton ruled out Clinton as the father. They have people knocked off. You don't think they can get a blood test move? <laughs> okay, wait. Now I'm looking at the pictures. No, the pictures are just just given away. Yeah, wow. But how come he got not a black child? Like, for real? Because well, he, he screwed a black woman. Gigi, that's how that works. You know, zebras and zebras and horses to a black and horses. Woman, and he ain't been right since. <laughs> yeah, no, but okay. that's just his nature. Ask Hillary if Bill Clinton was not a BJ a day man. Right? Yeah, I probably wouldn't ask that question. Ask Obama if Michelle was a BJ a day man. You know what? You know what? I mean, we if just Michelle got one. We're about day. to back up off that. So, anyways. Are you a big Michelle Obama fan, G? I mean, I don't like the way that they did her, but I think she did a lot of good things. I just think they just need to leave her alone. She's 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 intelligent. She's professional. She she what is it the health thing or the food garden or something? So do you I think, think they'll they run just, again? Huh? Do you think they'll run again? Her or he? Obama? I don't think so. I don't think we can handle that. He can't. You know what I mean? He's he not my favorite. Oh, you can't come but... back after you take a lap. I thought after you take a term off, you can two come terms. back. I know you had two consecutive terms, but I thought you could sit out a term and get no, another. No, that's no. it. Ele- that's it. Uh, okay. ever, ever since Roosevelt, yeah, yeah, that's it. Now, what happened with Roosevelt? Did he get three? Uh, like three and a half. Like mm-hmm. he was there a long time after the New Deal. You know, it's like twelve years. Yeah. yeah Trump he... wanted to be a dictator, but he didn't get that pulled off. I mean, the, the dictator term. How There's long is time? It, how long is a dictator term? Is that ten years? No, forever. It's forever until they say it ends. Forever. Forever. On ever. Yeah. 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO. When we come back, oh, we've got to do the car thing in a minute, too. Um, How do you remember? Oh, oh, this. I'm, I'm just looking at some of the material today. Gigi, this is where you pick up and jump in, babe. Oh, okay. okay. I apologize. I'm like, well, what's he doing? You know what I mean? What's he doing? Um, okay, so did you catch that at the end? The uh, the NBA top draft pick, Victor Wimbayama. Wimbayama. Okay. Had an odd 
altercation with an overzealous fan on Wednesday evening in Las Vegas, apparently. His security staff intervened after he says the woman grabbed him in an attempt to get a selfie as he was headed for the dinner, headed for dinner with his fellow team members. Um, cut 12. Cut 2. Cut and, uh, I was walking with, uh, to some restaurant. We were in a hall, there was a, a lot of people, people calling me, obviously. And there was one person who was calling me, and that person grabbed me from behind. Not on my shoulder, she grabbed me from behind. and uh, So I, I just know that the security pushed her away. I don't know with how much force, though. I didn't stop to, to look, so I could walk in and uh, enjoy the nice dinner. <laughs> when I came back to the hotel, I, I, mean, I didn't forget about this, but I, knew, I thought it was no big deal. And the, the security of this person told me it was a big experience. So at first I was like, uh, what? no, you, you're joking. Yeah, you're gonna I can't even understand what the hell he's saying. He's mumbling. What's but, uh, he saying? I didn't know because I didn't see her. I never saw her face. He said security told well, me. Well, he it was said so at Britney the end. Spears. He said the big fan who wanted a picture with him was Britney Spears, oh. and uh, she claimed she was assaulted by a security guard after she tapped Wimbayana, Wimby, Wimbayana, Mama, on the um, <laughs> on the back to get his attention. And TMZ spoke to one eyewitness who says Britney was speaking in her quirky British accent at the time. Oh. Cut three. There was a fan who afterwards we found out was Britney Spears was approaching them with a British accent saying, excuse me, sir, excuse me, sir, and just kept trying to go towards him. That's when Britney sort of infiltrated her way into this circle and started to put her hand on his back shoulder or his back because he's pretty tall. So and then that's when the bodyguard just turned around, slapped her across the face and knocked off her sunglasses. I'm guessing they didn't know it was Britney. Afterwards, they sort of tried to walk her out of the restaurant. She screamed and using a British accent. This is America. It was an angry tone. Here's the audio. Is she really so crazy like she sticks with a fake accent after yeah. she got slapped? Well, that's why she got slapped, bet, because they thought she was English. Like that's how we treat English people. She's just one of those crazy, crazy, crazy-ass girls. I thought you liked her. I do, but watching her on Twitter I'm in and love her with crazy her, man. dances I'm in love this, with her. this deal, she's crazier than an S-house rat. She's the lady that stood up on the airplane screaming the lizard man's leader. <laughs> I bet she wants her old man to choke her all the time, too. She's my type, definitely. Boy. Choke me, Bobo. Choke yeah, but they didn't me. have to slap her though. They could have. They could have said something. They didn't have to slap her. Yeah, they're just knocking her hand away. Her right. face got in the way. You know, her face got in the way. Oh, that's rich. Well, the guy, the, the security guy, was considerably taller than Brittany, and he just kind of slung his left hand backward to try to move her away and got her right in the face. So, have you ever been attacked by a woman, and then like you get her off of you, and then she starts saying that you hit her? No, I've I've had to do that, but I've never. There's never been any doubt about what was going on at the time. Yeah, <laughs> we don't hit girls. I hear you, but when they're like attacking you, well, you yeah, you gotta you gotta defend yourself. It's yeah. like hurting a cat, really. You have to you kind of get behind because otherwise you're gonna get nails and right? yeah yeah. I've have, I've had to hurt before. That's not you're fun. not allowed to though. You're not allowed to stop getting hit. You're not allowed to. If you, even if you're defending yourself, you will. You it will. They will find fault with you. You went through this before. Hmm? You went through this before. I won't talk about the details. Yeah, still going through that. So yeah, you're definitely. And it doesn't matter that they know they lied about it. That they know that it's not true. And so there was one woman right on Camp Pendleton when I was working in child protective services. Right, her husband was like I'm gonna say six three, and she was maybe five seven or something. 
she claimed domestic violence. This man was laid back, sleeping in his in his easy chair, whatever the Barco lounger. Mm-hmm. She comes up behind him, stabs him in the neck. Oh, okay, the neck. his eleven year old daughter is trying to stop the bleeding, Ouch. and this person claims domestic violence and so on and so forth. Mm. And for a time, they almost believed her. So if they would believe, if they would almost believe that instance you have to know that as a man only thing you can do is stand there and put your hands up and pray that nothing happens to you and that's the truth and so that is gg moment you heard it here first when we come from back the, exactly uh, it'll be the lightning round where i bid the cars real quick so 800-800-7234 800-800-7234 christian i see you sitting there and richard i only have two cars sitting on hold i need more vipers wranglers diesels corvettes Rolls Royces, Mazdas, regular stuff, junk stuff. I don't give a damn. Um, 800-800-7234. And what that means is you call into the show right now, and I'll bid your car for America's Best Car Buyer, GiveMeTheVin.com. This show is sponsored by GiveMeTheVin.com. And we do one segment every hour that's five minutes long where we actually bid the cars on the air to buy them right now. And as soon as we come back, that's what we're going to do. Call in now if you want to get in line and get on the air with me, and I'll, I'll make an offer in your car. 800-800-7234, 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO, or com. Yeah, some people say syndicated shows aren't that good because they don't have that local feel. Right. But you don't skyrocket. To the number one weekend spot by sucking. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. Go to jcwshow.com. Now, back to The John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now, 1 800 800 Radio. This is The John Clay Wolf Show. So, this will be a little wake up call because these next to new cars are not doing what they were. Matt, you've got a 23 um, Dually? Yes, sir. Oh, I'm bidding the cars for GiveMeTheVin.com. What was sticker on it? Uh, 57. Then it's a uh, must be a two-wheel drive. Um, 57,000 was a sticker. No, on it's a four-wheel drive. 57,000 sticker on a diesel dually. Yeah, it was a it was a ga- it's a gas dually. Okay, is it a commercial rig like a um, flat white and in, in gray grill? Uh, no, sir. I'm not used to bidding gas ones. Um, go to GiveMeTheVin.com and load it up. Let me see some pictures. Let me work on it off air. Definitely want to buy it. Dale and Charlotte. Okay. Dale and Charlotte. A 20 Tacoma with 134-wheel drive crew cab. Toyota. Yeah. What year did they change the body style? Was it the first year? Uh. Was that the first year of the new body style in the Tacoma 2020? Uh, yes, sir. Got a hundred and thirty thousand, hundred thirty-eight thousand miles on it. Is it is it fifteen grand? Uh, no, I owe, I owe nineteen on it. Still. Go to give me the vin. Those Toyotas will surprise you with miles. Toyota's the best car to buy with miles. I drive a Toyota Land Cruiser. Right. They're great. Yeah, I think it's a little high. Uh, you're gonna have to write a check to get out of it. Do you have any money at all to write a check to get out of it? Nah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> He's broke ass broke some bitch. Yes, I am. Just hurting. <laughs> you you some... it, what happened? Tell me, tell me, tell me quick. I I, had, did you get divorced and everything? I had a I had a stroke four years four years ago and two brain aneurysms. I survived that. 
only to lose my job, girlfriend, house, everything. Man, that ain't cool. But I, but I still have the truck. <laughs> well, trucks trucks don't let you down. Uh, do do this. Um, on the on go to gimmethevin.com. Why do you want to sell the truck? Uh, Why do you want to sell the truck? Uh, I just. I, I can't find a job, can't afford it, and I just had a little fender bender with it. My front end's messed up, so that makes it even worse. Does do you have any insurance uh, on it? Thank you. <laughs> do you have any insurance on it? Well, that's the problem. That the insurance that they won't cover because the other uh, lady uh, didn't have no insurance. They're fighting me on it, but yeah, I probably got I've got some estimates. Got about five thousand dollars worth of damage on it. Ouch. Man, I'm sorry about your hardships. Um, I would drive it. I would steal someone's license plates, put them on your truck, another Tacoma. I'd put them on. I mean, what have you got to lose, man? It sounds like you've been through hell and back. you got nothing to lose. Go steal some plates out of a parking lot off of another Tacoma, put them on that Tacoma. Just keep driving that bitch and quit making payments. You, I mean, that'll get you two years right there. You know, I was thinking about doing that or... Uh, <laughs> Running into running into something else. <laughs> or I mean, if you do have insurance and you went fishing, what if you accidentally left it neutral and it rolled into the lake? Oh, <laughs> you got some good advice, man. See, this is the, this is the, <laughs> this is the good advice show here on Saturday mornings. This station does not endorse or condone any of the advice given by the John Clay Wolf Show. And if you'd like to hear more good advice later on, you can grab the podcast at jcwshow Com. Right now, the video's up. If you want to jump to the stream, go to jcwshow.com and click uh, live stream video, and you'll see us all sitting in here. If you ever wonder what we look like, here we are. Be right back. Broadcasting on air, online, anywhere you are, with a smartphone and an internet connection. Check out the podcast, jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. We now return to the John Clay Wolf Show, America's largest weekend morning show. Presented by GiveMeTheVin.com. Call in 800-800-RADIO. 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at JCWShow.com or JohnClayWolf.com. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. Hey, I want to grab this real quick. Sam. Hello. Sam, you got an 04 Corvette convertible with 16,000 miles? Yeah. What color? Red. Automatic or stick? Red leather interior. It's an automatic. White with the top is convertible. It's white. Did you buy it new? Uh, yeah. Uh, sticker on that Price thing. Kit. Sticker on that thing back then was 30 grand. Is that right? Uh, well, we paid a little over 40 for it. Okay. We don't ever drive it. You know, she puts about a thousand miles a year on it. Uh sixteen thousand miles red red. I'll give twenty I'll give twenty I'll give twenty three thousand for it. It's a C five, the okay. same same body style they started in ninety seven. Yeah, okay. Does that work? Uh, I- she's wanting to sell it. All right. Well. Uh I, I know your website. I'll get on your website, uh and uh, go from there. I have an office right up there next to you, so we can do it as soon as you're ready. Oh, you do? Yeah, we can print a check right there and get you paid immediately. Thank okay. you. Okay. Uh, 800 800 Those real good cars like that, I mean, you got an older vet, you know, 
almost 20 years old with 16,000 miles. Little old man owns it. Red, red. She only drives it on the weekend. That's the good stuff. Yeah. That's like pre-K. You know how he smelled like he had a family of skunks on him last night when we walked in? (laughs) (laughs) So he had the good stuff, right? Yeah. And Sam, I mean, MMR, like the money on the vet is 20 grand. But I stretched up and gave him 23 because I needed to... Like, if you see the buck that you really want to shoot, you go ahead and hit it in the head, not the heart. Okay. Put that bitch down. We want to get her bought, right? And the good stuff, you need to get her bought. 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. Mail from jail is this... We do that right now every year. I mean, every week, right? When Johnny, when Johnny Cash does his bit. Gigi, do you like the mail from jail segment where the prisoners... I love it. Right in. Okay. Well, I get you, excited. I'm, we, I'm happy right now. Because you had a prison love too, right? Yes, I did. Okay. Johnny mm-hmm. Cash, good morning. This is where prisoners write into the show, and we pick a uh, letter of a week and read it to you guys. And uh, Johnny Cash comes down from heaven to read it. If you want to find our P.O. Box number, go to jcwshow.com, click Contact Us, and you can send us mail from jail that way. Remember, the video link's right there for the... We've got the studio video eyes now, so you can see what we look like and see us on air right now. And the podcast goes up at 2 o'clock. Like us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. They keep telling me to say that. Like me, like me, like me. I don't give a damn if you like me. Just click the button and shut up. Hi. Go ahead, Johnny. Well, you got to do those little announcements when you're doing a show. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. John, this week's letter reads, Hey, JCW Show crew. My name is CJ, and I'm a longtime listener of your show. I'm currently doing a five-year sentence for cocaine possession, but I'm so glad I can still listen while I do my time. I happen to be a striking young gay man. And I know what you're thinking, but I assure you, sweetie, jail is not as exciting as it may sound. (laughs) Frankly, a lot of these men are disgusting, and I wouldn't touch them with your hand. I threw a lot of parties on the outside, but old habits die hard. And the police caught me with a quarter kilo outside of my club, and I was too high to play cool. What's even crazier is it was for my own personal use. They still slapped a distribution charge on me, but my lawyer says I still made off easy considering the weight. Yeah, right. I have had a couple of cute boyfriends in here. My first one got parole, and I really liked him, and I miss him so. Johnny, we should have read this one for Pride (laughs) Month. My new one's a new boot, but I'm showing him the ropes. If you read this, please send Michael and Carlo my love. And tell J.D. Ryan he sounds like one sexy man. Ooh. (laughs) Your friend, C.J. Cresson. Las Vegas County Jail. Thank you, C.J. Crescent. Thank you, Johnny Cash. That one made me a little uneasy, John. I'm sure. <laughs> that was your Pride Month read. Difficult to fathom. Hey, man, Johnny, speaking of long-distance love, so funny. So damn funny. Was with a, with, with a couple of friends the, uh, the other night. One of my old best buds from high school. And he's sitting there talking to us. He's like, you remember uh, old Ashley? This is my high school girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, she had a great body. She looked like Pamela Anderson. You know, I talked to her the other day. Yeah? Oh. And? You know, she's kind of crazy, man. She's kind of crazy. She's an angry, angry person. Like, what? what's... Well, you know, she and I were always good friends. Now, this is your old best bud from high school. 
telling you the story about your old ex-girlfriend. She and I were always really good friends. And, you know, we, and I like to continue to be friends. And I want to be... He used the word friend maybe 15 times. Okay. Like he was sticking himself in the eternal friend zone vortex. And he lives in Florida. And she lives in... L- she, I think she lives out there by UGG. Okay, California. Tem- Temecula-ish or something like oh, that. Oh, right on. And, um, you know, and I was talking to her and, and, and I, we were such good friends. Friends. Mm-hmm. Friend, almost like the TV show. Friends, 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 friends. Yeah. And, and I was going to go out there and, and visit her. I want to go see my friend. Now, this particular buddy of yours using the word friends in he regards no friend. to, a, he wanted to, get some food to a woman. Him. That can I can see where that might be very concerning to you. Uh, it wasn't concerning. What was so damn funny to me is that he used that word eighteen times. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so so what happened? So he was going to go out there and visit her, and then right before he left to take a flight just to see a friend for a friend. Wow! From Florida to L.A. <laughs> okay, friend. Flying across the United States of America in the honor of friends. Uh, he said, "Hey, I wanted you to know. You know, I'm coming out there. I'm really not happy with my relationship right now. Of course, mm-hmm. and and uh, I do have a girlfriend. So he was like coming clean because they're friends, and he he wouldn't do that to a friend, right? He's a closer. <laughs> so he was he was thinking he's going to go out there and get him some in mm-hmm. in the name of friends, but then she was going to be. He remembered she was crazy. That's why he called her back to let her know about his girlfriend. Uh, this bitch was crazy. Now, the more I'm thinking about this, and I bet she's not any less crazy today than she was 25 years ago. No. And, and so she went ballistic on him, said he's a sorry bastard. He can't. So, so she's a wounded chick that had been cheated on, obviously. And she is just wearing him out. Just Good. <laughs> you don't lie to your friends that you don't want to bone. Right, what, he wasn't lying to her. He was telling her the truth. He he only told her about his girlfriend when it was time to get some. Well, I mean, at least he did it before he got on the airplane. Yeah, I think okay. he'd already bought the ticket though, so he was out six hundred. So I was asking him, I'm like, so you wanted to go out to the West Coast and nail my old girlfriend? Yeah, and it didn't work out. Are you? Why are you telling me this? You want me to pay your your airfare or something? Should I? You mean you want me to reimburse you for the? Were you doing it for the team? This is the second. <laughs> this is the second one. I had another buddy. That was going to go out with her about uh, two months ago. And he said the same thing that she spun out and went ballistic on him and crazy. So Okay, but he still wanted her. They should like crazy bitches and the men who love them. Right? <laughs> that is that a means great... she had some good good. She did. You told them. It's been a she while. I don't even good. know. It's mm-hmm. been so long I forgot. Yeah. And you're okay. not being unfair, Gigi, but you probably don't understand. This man is a closer. He's a closer. He gets her done. <laughs> He didn't get her done. <laughs> Not get yet. her done. Yeah, that's right. Uh, if she's listening this morning, I think you need to give him another chance because he's really serious about this friendship. <laughs> we'll be right back. My name is John Clay Wolf. My car is the radio for America's best car buyer. Give me the VIN. Give me the VIN. Give me the VIN.com. And remember, if you had that special someone that's a friend that you want to spend a couple hundred dollars on and send them a real bouquet of flowers, go to Gordon Boswell. Dot com and at JCW show at our page there, there's a link to Gordon Boswell. They're a, they're the best florist I've ever seen, and you'd only want to send it to somebody that you really want to be your friend. Be right back. The John Clay Wolf Show. The number one weekend morning show in America. John Clay Wolf. 
tastes good. Hey, want more John Clay Wolf? Go to jcwshow.com for the fastest growing podcast in the U.S. We now return to the John Clay Wolf Show, America's number one Saturday morning show. Hit him up, 800-800-RADIO. Want more of the John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. Thanks for making us number one. Good morning, everybody. You can grab us uh, if you want to send an email. I got hate. I love hate hate email. I just got one from Dennis Funk, F U N C K. I wonder if that's a real name. I hope so. Should we call him? Yeah. Uh, nobody gives a crap about what your political opinions are. Stick to what you know, which is cars, supposedly, and leave the thinking to the intelligent, free thinkers of the world. Amen. Thank you, Dennis Funk. Hey, Pre-K. What's going down? Can you call this number for me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm on it. All right. That's got to be a get, fake number, man. Get him on the phone. We'll, we'll talk to him. That's a snarky, snarky comment. Randy, Panama City, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. I was wondering, as growing up in the 60s and 70s and seeing the classics of today, what are going to be the classics for the next generation? Now, forget the obvious, like the Mustangs and the and the Corvettes, of course. But where's the 442s? Where's the next 55 Chevy pickup? I just don't see them in the future. It starts with an M and ends with a par. Yeah, maybe give and take the ones they're producing today. But what, what like, say, you know, the 80s and the 90s were basically junk. And so we're looking at the 2000s, maybe. You know, where's, uh, I just don't, like I say, give or take so, the so uh, it, it, thousand horsepower cars they're making today. Right. So, I mean, but, I really but if you're wanting to buy and hold a car, first of all, I'll cover, you know, the, it, it, it's what car was in the high school parking lot that you had your eye on, that everybody had their eye on, everybody oohed and awed over. I mean, even old, stupid old um, Porsche 944s that was the cheap Porsche, those, right. those have come back. Um, but if I was going to buy a car to hold, I would buy uh, the special Mopars, the, the the wide bodies, the scat packs, obviously the Demons, but that's way out of reach for most people. Um, that that would be the most collectible hold car I can think of. But then the the Laguna Seca Mustang, you know, the specialty edition right. Mustang GTs, the the specialty edition, not the 25th anniversary. Nobody gives a damn about the 25th or 50th anniversary anything. They talk about it. Nobody cares. What they care about is that limited run car. That, like, I'm mean, using a great example, a, a, a boss, a Laguna Seca Mustang, or the 327, the 327 Mustang, just, just the one-offs. But, like, an, an IROC Z28 today, if it's got 200, I gave $30,000 for an 04 vet the other day that was stock bone stock had 200 miles on it guy buys it puts it in his collection back then he's dead now i bought a 600 mile porsche 911 from him in 993 his wife his widow and a 200 mile 04 vet that had plastic on the steering wheel the window you got him on what line yeah okay there you go there's your two all right dennis is it dennis <laughs> it is are you the one that sent me the hate mail Oh, yeah, it was good hate mail, don't you think? It, it was decent hate mail. 
I, I just wonder what what was the political opinion? I, I'll, I'll let me reset this. So Dennis went to jcwshow.com and sent contact us, and he sent me some hate mail, and it actually caught my eye during the break. Nobody gives a crap about what your political opinions are. Stick to what you know, which is cars, supposedly, supposedly, <laughs> and leave the thinking to the intelligent free thinkers of the world. So I, since you obviously are the right. are the are the cornerstone of intelligent free thinkers of the world, I wanted to give you a national platform. To push your crap out. So Far go ahead. from it, brother. It's all you, man. Far from it. And I don't know how much you know about cars or not. Honest to God, this is the first time I've ever heard, heard your show. Yeah. And I go, well, that was a damn funny thing to say. And I'll tell you what you said that, that uh, piqued uh, my ire. Okay. Let's put it. You said Trump was a, wanted to be a dictator. And uh, that was so far from the truth. That tells me two things about you. Yeah. Number one, it tells me that I know where you're getting your information from. Okay. And number two, if that's where you're getting your information from, you're not paying attention. So, so, so those number, are the two things I know about you from that statement that you said. Okay. Now, whether or not you know what uh, what cars are and about I just learned about you today. I read your bio. Hmm. Uh, so you ran a thing in Texas. Yeah, whatever. So anyway, so <laughs> you, you probably know cars. I I'm no judge on that. That's but, right. I do uh, have a day job. Your political opinions, I don't care what they are. Stick to cars, buddy. So you're up in D.C. Nobody cares what your political you're opinions are. You're up in D.C. Are. Well, my, my political, it's so funny. No matter, well, no matter what. Hey, Dennis, am I going to talk or are you going to shut up? No, you gave me a national platform. National platform. I'm going to use it. Yeah, but I get to respond, right, and rebuke. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, yes, okay. you do. Okay. So Keep going. Go, brother. I do like Trump. It's a bad joke. I, I get to make snarky jokes because that's what I do on the radio. I've been doing this 18 years. I've got a million seven in audience per the Nielsen's, and they seem to like it. Trump actually is the one that went in and busted up the system. He busted up the establishment. What will he be remembered for? That's what he will be remembered for. It was too big of a job to finish, and he got a little crazy in his delivery, and I wish that he would have shut up a little bit like you're telling me to do and finish the job because he was trying to get it done. But he got out there. You know it, I know it, right? I mean, you, you're obviously an avid Trumper. I'm not an avid yeah. Trumper, but I'm a centrist, and I can see when there's something that needs to be broken up, a monopoly that needs to be broken up, and he wanted to break it up. And he was right. All right. So does that change your opinion of me any? Whether or not I'm a Trumper or I was going to say that guy's definitely new because that's not your wheelhouse, what he heard, no. that one little tidbit he heard. No, that's It's fine. amazing, that one statement right there, and they're like, oh, nope. He, oh, he hates Trump, or whatever your statement could be in life. One statement can be taken that way. Honey, you're right. We do need to put a fence and a gator in the house. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always say, man. The dumbest thing you can do is to hate politicians. You knew they were snakes when you picked them up. It's just politics. Calm down. Personal file, 69, offense. He was giving them the business. <laughs> in new news, uh, in... in um, Jennifer Lopez defends yeah. her, defends her new alcoholic beverage brand. Yeah, this is actually a deal. Jennifer Lopez recently came out with her own spritzer. Right. And it's called Delola. It's called, it's called Puerto Rican. Delola. Puerto Rican spritzer. It's called Get You Some. Anyway, no, it's called Delola. It's and called of course, Big Booty. Right out of the gate, she's getting flack for it because she's been known as a non-drinker for virtually her entire career, right? Not to mention her husband. 
Ben Affleck happens to be in recovery too. So she took to Instagram to defend her new brand and her current stance on alcohol. This is cut number four. You know what? I know that a lot of people have been talking about like, oh, she doesn't even drink. What's she doing with a cocktail line? And, and to tell you the truth, that was true for a long time. I didn't drink over the past. But I decided 10, to start drinking to make years. money. I have been having the occasional cocktail. I do drink responsibly. I don't drink to get faced. I drink to be social and have a nice time and just kind of relax and let loose a bit, but always responsibly. Sell it, baby. What a contradiction. I don't drink, but my husband does. <laughs> so let me just make a cocktail that is 11.5% alcohol. <laughs> so little bit goes a long way. What a way not to support your alcoholic partner yeah, in sobriety. You don't drink no more, <laughs> man. <laughs> All righty, righty, righty. Remember, the uh, podcast goes up at 2 o'clock at jcwshow.com. Dot com. We're going to lose the East Coast and some markets right now. You can jump over to JCW Show and click Listen Live, or you can watch us and listen on the video stream right there. And we'll be back in a minute. The John Clay Wolf Show is heard every week on great stations like Big 105.9 Miami, South Florida's Classic Rock, and KXUS in Springfield, Missouri, US 97, The Rock of the Ozarks. Stream us live online or pick up the country's fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com and at johnclaywolf.com. Broadcasting on air, online, anywhere you are, with a smartphone and an internet connection. Check out the podcast, jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Broadcasting live from the Wolf Radio Studios, it's time for the John Clay Wolf Show. From coast to coast, the largest weekend morning show heard all across America. Los Angeles, Phoenix, Houston, Dallas, Nashville, San Diego, Las Vegas, Denver, New Orleans, Oklahoma City, Austin, and available to the rest of the world at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. It's actually the morning Yes. George, are you there? Hello. Hey, what's, what are you doing? Well, I'm, I'm uh, getting ready for my uh, Saturday run. I'm a new listener, and I uh, just got back into running again, and uh, it's kind of hard to keep my pace going when you're cracking me up. <laughs> oh, good. We're entertaining you? You find me funny? Oh, man. It, funny stuff, especially that guy with the uh, Toyota truck and everything, you know, <laughs> the whole license plate thing. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 you, you can't run listen to your show, man, but I'm definitely a, a new listener. I've got you streaming live on YouTube right now. And hey, I'm way better. I'm kind of, what, what I, yeah. What I laugh about is uh, all these people that tune in and look at you guys and go, they're all shocked the way you guys look. I think you guys look fairly normal. Nothing, nothing shocking. Yeah, what are we supposed to look like? I don't know. I mean, yeah, it, you guys just look at the only thing that gets me is the guy without the shoes. Ah. Barefoot. Me. Oh, that's Turley. <laughs> um, Turley the Jew. Oh, yeah. No. I'm not Jewish. So the, uh, hope, hope, hope he doesn't have any of those uh, uh, funky to toenails or anything you guys got to look at. No, uh, he's nature boy, man. Thank you, George. 
what he's talking about on the on the video stream. If you go to jcwshow.com and click a video stream, people are chat on the sidebar and they talk about Turley's ugly feet. Speaking of, you caught a lot of um, Mike. You caught a lot of grief about the since we have video in the in the studio about the bald spot on your head. Yes. And so I I didn't even notice. I noticed yes last week when I saw him. I'm like, well, he looks or the week before. You know, Turley looks nice. That's all I noticed. I noticed you looked a little different. And my wife said, he just went ahead and owned it. He just took the hair all the way down. Oh, yeah. let me see you. Well, I mean, it's like, it's it's a two right now. It's a, not a, a all two the on way. the on two on the trim number? Yeah. Okay, so, so you, you went to the barbershop in the ghetto and said, give me a two, yeah. the number two? Yeah, I've been toying with that for a while, if you can see in the camera here. And I'm not quite yet to the bald. That's next. Mm. I don't know when that's going to happen where it's just a clean shave. I just mm-hmm. I got I'm building towards it. It's slowly coming. So uh, well, I think it yeah. looks actually. It's so I'm just so dumb. You know, guys are dumb. They oh, don't oh, notice yeah. little things. No, I know. But trust me, I did. I missed my wife's haircut. You know, it's like, dude, I, I'm not, my my daughter. <laughs> do you notice anything? My wife. Do you notice anything? No, no. Well, I cut like a foot off my hair. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it looks great. <laughs> I don't know. I love it. I just don't notice. <laughs> no. Well, we don't. We we as men do not. You look great, Charlie. Eight hundred eight hundred seven two three four, eight hundred eight hundred radio. It's so low maintenance. So hey, low pre-K. What it do? What it do? <clears throat> I was thinking. I was talking. You know, I told you I was talking to those, those friends of mine. One of them was trying to go out to L.A. to bag my old ex-girlfriend as a friend. Yeah. And we were talking about other things, and it re- we got to speaking about another white rapper like yourself. Oh yeah. Yep. His name is Kevin Osborne. They called him DJ Oz. Imagine that. This is 1987, I think. Oh. And he was a baller. He was a basketballer. Do oh, a lot wow. of white rappers play basketball? Uh, man, that's that's a hard combo to find. Okay. You know, honestly, because you get you either with us white folks, we either get the flavor on one end or the other. You know, athletic or uh, uh you know, swag. Oh, so he's a he's a double threat. Yeah, he's double threat, man. So listen, listen to the story about this dude. He was super tall, good good baller, white rapper. Graduates high school, doesn't like his life. Mm. He's 24 years old, and he decides that he wants to go back in the day. What was the movie, Adam Sandler, when he went back to school? Billy Madison? Yeah, so oh, he, yeah, he, yeah. He Billy Madison's it. He goes out to deep west Texas in a small town, oh, and he hell. decides he wants to go dunking on the youngins. Dunking <laughs> on what? The youngins. So oh, he hell. re-enrolls himself into high school. At 24. Wow. And he pulled it off. And what? He, and he pulls it off and he goes and he joins the basketball, the high school varsity basketball team. Of course. He's 24 years old and he plays half the season before he gets snuffed out. Ringer. Isn't that hilarious? <clears throat> hey, man. He, he's living his dream, I guess. He might as well because he died like, I don't know, five years ago or something. Oh. R.I.P. Yeah. So was he doing hip hop in high school too? Then when he went back to high school, yep. <laughs> so he's just reliving his he was whole just life. Wow, his whole high school dream. I know another guy that uh, got hurt in his freshman year at a D one school, so he couldn't play football. He was a really good football player. Okay. If you ask him, he's a really, really, really good football player. Of course. <laughs> and uh, he did the same thing, man. He he checked into a, a high school and went on for the team. Enrolled, went back to high school. He did two practices, 
And then he realized, I'm going to get caught and this is going to be bad and it's going to ruin my life and my career. I better mm. not. Yeah. But I asked him, I was like, were those two practices like the best thing? He's like, the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like the high. I mean, it's just so funny. Did you imagine, you know, like when you were, a- after basketball was over for you, mm-hmm. to, to go back. Everybody thinks about that. I mean, not many people would do it because it's crazy. You'd have to be crazier than hell. But um, we've all thought about it. It would be fun. That would be a blast. Now, did you play all the way through college or just partway? Just partway. Just the first semester of my freshman year. I didn't like it. The lesbians yeah. scared you off, right? Yeah, they did. <laughs> they they really did. You know what I mean? They cured me of any type of basketball ambition that I had. I'm done. Basketball is my favorite sport. I love but it you know, up and down the court. Exactly. I was at a at a practice for my my 24 year old daughter when she was in high school, and it clicked to me because her coach was like, "Yeah, I played D3." And I'm saying to myself, shut up, because I did too. That's <laughs> <laughs> yours. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you think about Brittany Griner? I, I, I mean. Didn't she I do have, something again? Did, did, did Why do you ask me things that are going to make people mad at me? Because but, that's what we do. So they can okay, call and yell at us. So, I think she needs to. I, I for one. After the way at the things that she said and how mad she was at America and so on and so forth, they should have left her there. Oh, in Russia, in the prison for yeah, you know. they should have left her there. You got so much negativity, and you you you're spouting off at the mouth about America doesn't do this and America doesn't do that. Well, guess what? America's not bringing you back. So, had it been left to me, she'd be right there. Having said that, I was listening to a documentary on her, mm-hmm. and somebody starts talking, and I'm saying to myself, "Oh, she has a brother. It was her." Her voice is deeper than most men's voices. So, I mean, like, I don't know. I just, she's not, I'm not a fan. May I retort to that? Because what she did before she was locked away in a Russian prison was exercise her right to free speech. And we can like or dislike that. But haven't you noticed that, boy, since they let her out and brought her back, she's brightened up considerably in her public persona. I have not been paying attention. Oh, she smiles. She shines. She talks openly with people. Like, you know, sometimes you just, you got to go through, you know, something serious to have a change of heart. And I think if you asked her what, how she felt about the good old USA Today, I think her opinion may have changed a bit. Hey, a hoe is a hoe for show for show. <laughs> Speaking of a DJ Oz, may he rest in peace. I think he wins this week's biggest son of a bitch award. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you go back to high school to dunk on the high schools. At 24? At 24. Damn. I think you're a son of a bitch. When he sees the names of lovers engraved on a tree, he doesn't find it particularly cute or romantic. But he is gratified to know that, like himself, so many others take knives with them on dates. He became quite flummoxed after spending considerable time and money childproofing the house. Because somehow, the little bastards are still getting in. After his wife complained that he had no sense of direction, he packed a few things and left which took him an hour and a half because he'd placed his keys in the freezer where he likes to hide his dope and money. He returned the minute he ran out of beer. How's that for direction? He is the world's biggest son of a bitch. Hey man, I don't always drink beer, but when I do, make mine a natty like tall boy. Yeah, buddy! The son of a bitch. Gigi, were they all lesbians or just some of them? Uh, most of them. Like, like what percent the of the bas- women's basketball team in Talladega were lesbians? 
in your yeah. opinion? Yeah, and and then before I got there, there was rumors that the the previous coach was doing freaky stuff with the team members and some of the team members who weren't there when I got there, and so that's why they let her go and brought on. Um, somebody else i don't know if i can say his name or not he was pretty cool but he was kind of fanatical he was coach morgan um and no he was just he was just all about all about the game and stuff like that to the point where when i said hey you know it's getting in the way my grades are suffering so on and so forth he's like i'll talk to the teachers you ain't got to worry about that girl i'm like oh okay <laughs> you know what i mean oh so. he's taking care of his girls yeah when i was in the hospital he, he a, came to see he, me i was there grooming for a week. you baby Okay. Oh, for what? Damn. Yeah, he is cool. Hey, Jerry. Jerry, are you there? I see you've been on hold. You want to ask me about a prosthetic penile implant? What? No, I'm not going to ask him back. I'm just going to ask him if he found out, but I got a couple other questions for him. All right. You're on. You're on the air with me. John Wolf? Yes, sir. Hi. Uh, Hello. I got a couple questions for you. I got a, uh, let's see, first one. There was a gal about uh, five years that worked for y'all and uh, with the Australian accent or whatever. Aussie. Oh, wow, yeah, I forgot about her. What happened to her? I don't know, Mike. Do you know what happened to Aussie? I know that she had man problems. They were uh, they got into a custody battle over their kid, and I haven't heard from her since. Yeah, she moved away. I don't know where she moved to, though, because of that whole issue. So. Gigi, she was our big pretty voice before you came on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, nice. the, uh, Gigi, uh, Gigi sounds sexy, too. There you go. Well, thank you. She sure does. That was question but one. Anyway, when I had called in that day, the conversation got around to uh, penile prosthetic. Of course okay. it And did. you didn't know what in the hell it was. And I'm wondering, if did you ever find out? Uh, you just take a blue pill and there's your prosthetic. <laughs> Thank you. 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. Call in now. The next segment up is the car segment where we're going to bid a couple of cars on the air right now for our sponsor, America's Best Car Buyer. Give me the VIN, V-I-N, like VIN number. Give me the VIN.com, 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. And if you just want to go to Give Me the VIN to sell your car, do it right now. We have 100 guys around the country in, in, in a big buying room in a Dallas-Fort Worth, and then we've got 40 offices around the country with buyers in there, too, and they will answer, they will respond to your inquiry immediately. The computer will automatically bid your car, and then they'll come back and clean up the bid with facts from you. It's a super short process, and uh, we make it so easy. That's why the reviews are raving on all, all platforms, Google reviews, Facebook reviews, better business reviews. Give me the VINs. Reviews on Better Business Bureau are four stars, which all the other car people are two stars. So that tells you what you need to know. And lastly, if Give Me the Vin does not beat a written CarMax offer, just send you a check for $100 for the opportunity. Call in now if you want to do this on the air. It's 800-800-7234. I'll be right back. My name is John Clay Wolf. You're. We may not look like it. Listening. We are actually kind of hip. To the John Clay Wolf Show. Why does it have to be so loud? And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Now, back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now, 1-800-800-RADIO. This is the John Clay Wolf Show. You know, instead of bidding the cars online right now that I promised, I'm going to switch gears. 
guys that are sitting there waiting for the cars to bid, just go to GiveMeTheVin.com and load them up. I want to show our auction process. People ask what we do with the cars at Give Me The Vin. We sell them at auctions. We're the largest wholesale auction dealer in the country. And, like, here's a clip of me standing on the block on a Wednesday at Dallas, Texas, Mannheim, Dallas. And it's syndicated all over the country, just like the show, of selling a BMW X6 Clip 2. Our buy center is right next to a pot shop. And we're looking that we gave 90000 for this. It looks like my buyer took a bong hit. We're going to sell it anyway. Go on. <laughs> we gave the guy 90000 I think they were stoned when they did it. They were, we do overpay at GiveMeTheVin.com at times. <laughs> oh, and in a minute, I'm going to have Ozzy Osbourne come in and auction off a car. Uh, cut four. Ferrari Roma. Oh, you grabbed the you grabbed the wrong one. Mm, it's labeled wrong. Cut four. Yeah, that's what it labeled. Hit cut three real quick. Let's see. Twenty-three miles. Nine baby doll miles, guys. You're picking up in Phoenix, and here we go. Let's cut one. So hit cut one. Twenty-three miles to your knee, pro green lights. Nope. They don't have the Ferrari on here. Yeah. You know, it's confusing, and that's why I thought Ozzy Osbourne, I wanted to bring him into... Angie's got a great chant, that gal you were hearing, but I think, I was thinking, wouldn't it be great if Ozzy Osbourne was an auctioneer? So, I thought we'd bring him on to try him out. Ozzy, Ozzy, good morning. Ozzy, good morning. Good to see you, bud. Are you ready? Yes, I am ready. So, Ozzy, we talked about this off-air, and I want you to auction off... Um, a car says it say it brings twenty thousand dollars. I just want this to I want this to be a tryout to see if you can do what I think you can. Hello, dollars, 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 francs, francs, dollars, please, dollars, peso, me no pesos. Ozzy, over there in the corner, I've got I've got eighteen thousand. You can go ahead and take that bid. Ah, sold eighty thousand. Oh no, I thought we were going to sell for twenty. Sold eighty thousand. Ozzy, we take us at the break. Oh boy, this is gonna be a minute. <laughs> Just John, 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 John Clayles. It's like Ozzy with a speech impediment. He's my, he's my friend. John Clayles is my friend, and I don't do cocaine, but I like a little vodka. And we'll have vodka for everybody for seven thousand. When we get back, we'll John, John, John Clayles. <laughs> I'm going
Wolf Show. No one knew where he came from. But everybody wanted what he was selling. Check out the podcast. He was just some hillbilly who got on a plane and then just landed somewhere. Please beware. The voice in your head is a threat. JCWShow.com or JohnClayWolf.com. America's largest weekend morning show. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com. I hope so. I love his music. Henry Wayne Casey. I went to a private party one time and he was there. It was great. God, this was 20 years ago. Henry Wayne Casey. Casey and the Sunshine Band. Good morning, everybody. We like to do it with you as well. I want to do the backtracks. This is a different time when we normally do it, but uh, Paul McCartney and Wings, is that what the backtracks this week? Yes. On this day in 1972, Paul McCartney and his new band, Wings, I was born in 72. Mm-hmm. Made their live debut at the Chateau Vaillant, just off the southern coast of France. We need to talk about France after this. Okay. Let me write that down. I can't wait. France has gone crazy, dude. Have they? Yeah. Um, okay, anyway, backtracks. We run two songs backwards. You guess what they are. The number's 800-800-7234, 800-800-RADIO. 800-800-RADIO. Call in and tell us what these two songs are played by Paul McCartney and Wings. We're going to run them backwards. And if you win, you win a prize pack from the John Clay Wolf Show and Born Late Records with some Wings music. Cut one. Easy. I bet bet Gigi can get that one. No, you got the... You you don't know it? No. Oh, wow. I love when she cringes on camera, man. Do it it again, Mike. Oh, wait, I think I got it. Okay, cut two. Sounds like George Harrison. It does look. Cut two. That's a deep one, right? That's very early. It was never on an album, I don't think, but it was the biggest selling single of that year. Okay, so cut one and two back to back. Here they are, and you call in to guess at 800-800-7234. Cut one. Cut two. So, while we wait on people to call in with that, have y'all seen what's going on in France, dude? No, what's going on in France? Oh, it's over the top. Islamic Muslim revolt. Oh, yeah? Yes. They are, France is burning, France is being overtaken. You know, like what happened with the BLM riots in Minnesota three three years ago, two years ago? Sure. It's like that times 20. Yeah, the immigration policy in Europe has been really escalated the last, I mean, 10 or 12 years now. So, yeah, that population has grown immensely. And now what people were saying was going to happen is happening. They're taking France. What's the pro- What's their problem? What do they want? Control. Just France. They just want France. Well, they've already. They're, they're already there. They, they, they want to be empowered, and they want to uh, install their style beliefs in like Shahara law. Oh yeah. 
Then, uh, all that religious crap. What, what'd you? What I just pulled up quickly says that those riots are, are fueled by the rage over the police killing of a teenager during a routine traffic stop in June, and that young people have been lashing out against racial profiling and calling for greater police accountability. Oh, they're protesters. Welcome to America in France. Just like the French Revolution. Yeah, but this is, I mean, and yes, it's just like, what was the one here that happened in St. Louis that sparked so much? Uh, Michael Brown? Yeah, and there was another one too. But it's a situation. St. Louis. It's a situation like that that gets it going, but this has been brewing for a while. And now they're uh, Switzerland, firing up in Switzerland. In Switzerland, they don't do anything but snow or what? The Swiss Alps, they never have anything. Well, they do now. They've got a they, they've got an Islamic revolution on their hands. They make damn good chocolate, I'll tell you that. Here's the bottom line. They let them all over there to work. These guys want to work. White people don't want to work. It's just like Mexico. You know, th- th- this goes on all over the world. But they let so many people in there to work, and they started multiplying heavily, and... Then they get anyway. It's 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 happening. He's not a hater. Yeah, I don't. He's I don't a Texan. Oh. He's the accidental racist. Can I even talk about it without being an accidental? <laughs> no, racist? I think I think now is the time to talk about something else because I don't want you to get in trouble. Yeah. Well, well you're not hardline stance in it, John. I mean, you got a point of view. Right. Yeah, but listening to this is like watching you go down in quicksand, and you don't even know you're in it. Well, like, I don't you know, know what about I mean? and The France. more you talk, the deeper you get stuck in it. I so. don't know about France, but in this country, it's hard to sell like immigration as a scary thing unless you're really watching the border. Mm-hmm. You know, um, most of the fentanyl coming in is is being brought in by American citizens in legal points of entry, and they're like, it's a multifaceted, multi-textured concept. So. You know, immigration's complicated. You can do it correctly, or you can watch it be broken for 40 years and see what happens. You know, this country was built by immigrants. We were Yeah, immigrants. so, it, it, I don't want to piss a whole lot of people off. So, you remember when you were talking about your experience with your, um, you went on vacation, and then it was a nice house, and it was Airbnb, you got a great deal, but it was in a bad neighborhood? Right. Yeah? Yeah. Well, um, uh, here's catfish. someone... You got catfished, right? Mm-hmm. Well, these people, they were not catfished, but they had a, it was pretty nasty. Um, they had, uh, it was a couple at a hotel, and they asked the clerk to give them a refund because they found a not very well cleaned room when they checked in, cut 20. Do we not just complain I'm to you about this? I'm not even going to discuss you with you anything What do you right mean now? you're not going to? We, you, we are clients. What, what are you talking about? We just looked at Rome and we're telling you that there's blood on the wall. We we've been there's complaining since the we room. got here. There's blood in the room and blood. you're not doing anything look, look, about it. Chill, babe, chill. We've documented this already. Okay. And you just acknowledge that. So you, you're acknowledging you just came up to, up to our room and cleaned boogers off our wall, right? I don't know if they were boogers or not. Or I don't even know if they were boogers. And blood. Okay. Right. Yeah. It still could have Is been right? boogers or your Damn. blood. All right. So Airbnb, go get you some <laughs> boogers and blood. Let, let's let, let's do the answer to the uh, backtracks from Wings. Cut one. Cut two. What are those two songs? Play backwards. Ron and Austin. Good morning. You're on the air. Good morning. My two guesses are maybe I'm amazed 
listen to what the man said. Negative. Steve in San Diego. Good morning. You're on the air. My sweet Lord and... Oh, no, I forgot the other one. Uh, I, I can't remember. You're done. Holly in Los Angeles. Good morning. You're on the air. Done. What'd you say? Yes. Hi. Um, the first one is Live and Let Die, and the second one is Mall of Kintur. All right. Bingo. I was right Run that, Turley. My mama used to play me that song when I was a mere toddler. She loved that song. I don't think I've ever even heard it. It was a huge hit in England. Christmas of like 1971, mm-hmm. it was the biggest hit in the world. And she had a 45 of it on the Apple label. What is a Mullacantar? It is an area of Scotland. Okay. In the Highland Plains of Scotland on hence, the coast. Hence the bagpipes. Yeah, the Mull of Kintyre. That's where Paul McCartney built his home, and their lyrics are, Mull of Kintyre, I'll always want to be here. Well. And I believe Denny Lane also co-authored that tune. Yeah, Denny Lane did co-write that from Moody Blues. He was a member of Wings. Holly, where do you live in L.A.? Absolutely. What, what part? L.A.'s a big place. I, I live on the west side in Brentwood. Ah, we've got some rich listeners. Mm-hmm. Holly's my type and a Beetlehead to boot. A Beetlehead to boot. Oh, I know. So how far did you live from OJ's uh, situation? Wasn't that Brentwood? <laughs> yes, that is. That's the neighborhood. Yes, you're correct. And were you living there at the time? Very close. Um, no, not at the time, no. So I, um, I was at the Riviera. You know where that is over there by Palisades? Uh, I'm familiar. Let's see. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. I, I, I was at the, at the Riviera Country Club. It's a, it's a golf club where all the fancies go. I and I was talking to okay. a fellow that's been there for 40 years. And I was like, with all these high-profile people coming and going over the years, what's the wildest thing you've ever seen? And he quickly answered, the day that OJ got arrested. And wow. the fella in the Bronco came to the Riviera front door to pick him up in that car chase started right there at that door and he said and then we had the gates closed the news media was just pouring on the place he said that was for sure his name's kurt he's been there forever the wildest moment that he'd ever seen at that club it's so funny being those places and seeing all these superstars just everywhere i was sitting at breakfast and there's jason bateman right next to me. my daughter almost had a heart attack i love ozark oh yeah he's a tiny man he's a tiny (laughs) tiny man he's only little Larry David is the funny one. Anyway, we'll be right back. My name is John Clay Wolf by Carson Radio for America's Best Car Buyer. Give me the VIN.com. Holly, I'm going to put you on hold, and we're going to send you what you want, okay? Right on. Thank you. Pre-K, grab Holly. You guys, hang tight. Be right back. Remember, go to jcwshow.com if you want to watch the video stream. And the podcast will be up there, the uh, whole recording of the show, about 2 o'clock today. Like us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, all that crap. Be right back. Listening to the most popular Saturday morning show to ever broadcast in America. You're listening to the John Clay Wolf Show. Feel free to call and make your voice heard. 800 800 Radio. If you missed any of the show, go to jcwshow.com right now and download the podcast. The John Clay Wolf Show. Yo, we're back to the John Clay Wolf Show. Taking over your radio every Saturday morning. Hit him up. 800-800-RADIO. The John Clay Wolf Show. I've got a good Remember when he got kicked off of uh, Monday Night Football? Yeah. What was that about? How come? He said something. Something racially something. 
just a little bit charged, but you yeah. know, the NFL doesn't screw around, man. And they're on ABC at the time. So what's that have to do with anything? Well, Disney. Yeah. Disney's losing their ass. Disney's counts are down. It's all over the news. That during their high season, which should be wonderful, it's not turning out like normal. Yeah. There's stocks in the tank too, versus what it used to be. Yeah, they're last. You know, really... this is the hottest week on planet Earth. Was last week ever recorded? Well, I think Tuesday of this week, right? No, as as a week. It, I mean, what I the hottest day in history was like one of the days this week. The hottest week in history of planet Earth. Right. An old man told me one time about ten years ago. He showed me a map. I'm giving you some old man advice, and I'm starting to agree with him. That like Alaska, Canada, those zones up north, Minnesota, that's where you need to buy land because that the population is going to have to migrate there after the heat changes where we live. It might not be today. It might not be tomorrow. But if it's like this, he's right. Everything will move up on the longitude line. We've been doing it for literally centuries, man. Well, I mean, everybody's moving to Texas. Oh, you mean from South America? Yeah, well, from Asia across the, the ice mass down to South America, you know. Is it hot in Asia? No, but it was it was cold in Asia. Okay. And those people migrated, I mean, across the Aleutian Straits down into North America and eventually South America. And, like, yeah, we human beings have been migrating long distances due to weather for centuries. True. You just lost a listener. I want to hear it. Who did I piss off this week? You just lost a listener. Um, okay, I've got this. JD usually does these, by the way. We're with you, JD. Can't I miss wait for you, you to JD. Get back. I miss you. Uh, okay, here it is. It, it reads, Dear whomever, I'm a prominent plastic surgeon with offices in Beverly Hills and Malibu. I'm also a new listener, and your radio program is hilariously bad. Oh. Um, Damn, that's mean. Calling out for a plastic surgeon to fix your co-host's breasts is something I've never heard before. Like, really? (laughs) How gorgeously uncouth. Super surprising that you radio guys have no shame. (laughs) Damn. This comes from an L.A. clap doctor. Sorry, but it's going to take more than a box of ammo and some Kid Rock tickets to get a respectable surgeon to fix something like that. (laughs) So, like, he might do it then, right? Keep doing what you do, but I will no longer be listening. You'll have to find your services elsewhere. You just lost a listener. That's from Dr. Dennis G. in Long Beach, California. Gigi, I'm just trying to get your boobs fixed, on girl. I know, right? So what's the problem? Why you got to hate on my uneven breasts? Doctors are mean bastards. That's just fact. Right. You know, and you know I'm know talking. It all. You know, I know yeah. I sound like a like an anti-doctor you know, guy. You know. you know who isn't like, you know, I love getting different viewpoints from different people. And I wanted to, we haven't had Keith Richards on the show for a little bit. And I thought we should bring him on. Keith, you old bastard. Old saying it lying. Keith, what's up, man? Yo, boy. What? He's got a nice looking little guitar. Right. And he's scratched it all up. Not playing it, but scratching it so it looks scratched. Which is less than perfectly intelligent. So, Keith. Did you see the uh, ruling from the Supreme Court last week on affirmative action for applications into universities? Right, right. 
heard about it on the press. Did you go to college? Yeah, I'll go to college. I've played thousands of colleges. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing law school before law school was even called law school. <laughs> Back then they called it group of fellows or something like that, right? Affirmative action thing, right? Right. Are you talking about? Yes. This is hard for a lot of people to understand, right? On the cultural... You drunk? <laughs> on the... On the cultural basis alone, people, lot of people like to go to college. I never had to go to college, and I wouldn't have known how, you know. If you're at college, I would suppose you play a lot more minor chords. <laughs> right? Yes. This F- is Keith Richards' take on affirmative action. F sharp minor. Uh-huh. G minor. Minor. G minor. E minor. These are songs that sound sad. Okay. Very, very sad. This is the difference between Jimmy Page and Gordon Lightfoot. But when you talk about different kinds of people going to college like that, okay, we can't always be together all the time. Okay. In every single bloody way. Now, have you been to the zoo? Yeah, I've been to the zoo. <laughs> I love the zoo. What the hell does this have to do with affirmative action? You can feed the seals. Okay. And pet the little ponies. Are you stoned or drunk or both? No, but look it. Look it, right? Not in cases like the circus or the parade. Mm-hmm. Where you might see elephants and giraffes and monkeys all together, like, right? Right. Where they live every day. Who? You don't put the hippos in with the wildebeest, right? They've got different habitats. Is this your take on affirmative action? Right. Is you that where we're going? Put, you wouldn't put it like, like the horses with the zebras. Okay. All right. Right. Because they look the same. Oh, that's a striped horse. No, it's a zebra. Man, can I say something? Culturally, oh, hey, they're hey, very hey, different. Hey, Shut your old dusty ass up. All this blah, blah, <laughs> separated mess. Man, ain't you get your swag from the soul singers of the 40s? Maybe a uh, little. <laughs> a little bit. It, it's all right for you to do all that, but not for me to be a white rapper, huh, like Eminem? Yeah, he's coming out in left field. What the hell are you talking about? Man, look, I'm just tired of this old dusty, burnt up. Drugged out, fool, talking all this mess, man. Look, I talk about stripes. I've been around people of all types and been embraced, man. You need to sit your old ass down in that retirement home, take another chill pill, buster. Damn. I think all he's talking about, and you are obviously a younger person. <laughs> your, your DJ Prickay mm-hmm. doesn't understand the difference between the two calls of F and FU. Oh, <laughs> damn. I, I, I right. bet. Hey, I'm going to see you after the show, Keith. So what were you saying about the... Right, because you owe me $90 for the dope. <laughs> what was... You, <laughs> he kept up here to make his drop to pregame. <laughs> so, Keith Richards, what, what were you saying about the zoo? Can you get to your point? It's not only crazy like that. You know, if you put the zebras in with, say, the lions... Okay. ...in their everyday home... Right. ...the lions will eat the zebras. Right. Yeah. Right. Takes a long time of training, you know, and getting used to each other. Someday it may work, but maybe not like today, maybe tomorrow. Which is what college is all about. 
and the key of F sharp minor. God. Did you learn anything? I learned I'm that. trying to understand. <laughs> so are you saying keep them separate or put them together? Or what are you saying? Well, like the song. Who's that band that made the song? You've got you've got to keep them separated. The offspring. The offspring. The offspring. That's totally wrong. <laughs> hey, Keith Richards, I got a heart out at the top of the hour. We're going to lose a few stations if we lose you on this oh, time zone no. switch. We may have lost them already. Go to jcwshow.com and click listen live. You can watch us on the video. We'll be right back. Yeah, some people say syndicated shows aren't that good because they don't have that local feel. Right. But you don't skyrocket to the number one weekend spot by sucking. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. Go to jcwshow.com. This is The John Clay Wolf Show. Heard every Saturday morning across America. Hit them up now. 800-800-RADIO. And check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Pearl Jam's finally coming to my town. I've never seen Pearl Jam. Yep, they're coming oh, in September. Really? Got tickets. Dog. I think you'll enjoy that. Am I going? No, I was invited. Son of a bitch. By a friend. Is it Tom? Did Tom invite you? No. Did he get tickets? No. Oh, sh- Tom's gonna be like in Spain or something. He's quite devastated about it. All right. Well, thanks for the invite, John. Who, <laughs> dude, I got invited by a friend. My Remember God. Remember, we used to go to concerts and I stuff know, yeah. all the time. Like okay, make it to plus 12. And then we didn't have concerts <laughs> right. for two years, and now we have concerts, but not for us. Hey, no. would you and Jeanette like to go to the Pearl Jam concert with you? I've got six seats. She doesn't like well, Pearl Jam. Well, screw her, man. What about <laughs> us? Six seats, he said. Did you notice yeah. that? Six yeah, seats. two for he and his wife, two for me and my wife, and two more for whoever they want to invite since they're paying. In the words of Spanky McFarlane that he said to his friend Alfalfa, Hey, Romeo, what about your dedication to the He-Man Woman Haters Club? <laughs> How about the prices on tickets these days? How about the prices? I can tell you guys, normalization is coming back into vogue. Wood prices, lumber is coming back down to normal, or if it's not already at normal. I just see it all over the board. The interest rates hikes working. The economy slowing down. Prices are coming down. Car prices definitely coming down. Hey, RVs, RVs, RVs. We buy RVs at GiveMeTheVin.com. We buy cars, obviously. America's best car buyer, but don't forget the RVs, the buses, the trailers, all that stuff. Go to give me the vintage you want to sell your RV. But yeah, it's um, I, I just I just see things coming back. Contractors not being sold out all the time. They're having to actually bid for the work. Mm. I'll give you a great example. I mean, we were flying so high. So just for new listeners, I own a company called GiveMeTheVin.com, and we sell buy. Sell us your car. Give me the We buy cars on speculation, right? We, you know, we think it brings twenty-one grand. We give twenty grand. We spend a couple hundred dollars cleaning it up and shipping it. We make a, we, if we spread it a thousand, we make three, four hundred bucks. Been doing it for thirty years. It really got big, but we made a lot of extra money during the COVID run because the prices just kept going up. So we got a little spoiled. I'm in Georgia. We have a recon facility in Georgia also, in, in small town Georgia, and we're driving by and I see a big pile of Land Rovers, 25-ish, hmm. 1970s model Land Rover Defenders. Wow. And I asked the guy, whose are those and what are they doing and what's the deal? He said, oh, they're going to have an auction. And some guy had a collection 
I'm like, we need to try to buy them all. He's like, I think they've already pictured them all and they're going to do this auction. And I said, what's their phone number? And um, got a hold of them. Said, how much are they for all of them? Well, we want to have an auction. Well, I mean, you want to sell them, right? Yep. How much will you take for all of them? 250000 Because these things are classics, but they're junk. I don't know. I mean, they were rough. Most of them did not run, but they were good mm. shell Land Rover Defenders. Um, they would roll, but in they, they, they needed some extra work to start. Long story short, I bought them all for 150000 All right. And there were a couple of FJs. And we thought, my partner on them, um, I actually had him call and do the negotiation. So I partnered him with a, with a guy that works with us. And we were just like, these things are going to make so much money. This is like going to be the best deal we've ever done. Did they? Hang on. I'll get there. <laughs> so we had to haul them all out of Georgia. None of them would run. What's it cost to take cars from non-runners from Georgia to Dallas? About $750 a piece. Mm. We get them all lined up. We advertise this classic car auction. At the end of them, we have an absolute sale on 25 antique Range Rovers, uh, Defenders. We were, we started taking bets uh, across like the our buyers, give me the event, our field buyers, our wholesalers. We started betting how much they're going to make. And the the bet was between 100000 and 200000 Okay. That's a lot. That's, a lot. That's not normal, right? We really thought we had something. Double your money. We really thought we were going to. We never do that. Do we make three three hundred bucks a car? Mm -hmm. We thought we were going to make a hundred or two hundred grand on these cars. So excited! I'm like, well, this is just going to be. The, I'm going to be the smartest guy in the world for stopping that day and grabbing this pile of Land Rovers. They lost six thousand as a group. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. That's about what their each one was worth, right? Three to six thousand. Uh -huh. Yeah. What? Huh. Yeah, we, we we sold some for three. We sold one for twenty. One of them ran off and did twenty. But see, we thought they were all going to bring like ten, twenty, thirty, because these defenders are goofy. You see them out there for a hundred, but they're all resto modded out and ready to go. But you know, you figure people give ten thousand a piece for them or fifteen, and they spend fifty grand on them. They sell them for a hundred grand. Anyway, I was wrong. Oh well, it sucks. But I'd do it again. This is what we do. We make bets. All the time. Yeah, you're almost dealing in futures, kind of. Yeah, you just you just you just buying speculation. But when you advertise an absolute auction, and like we missed the first one, like it was a no sale. I'm like, I can't do that. You can't advertise an absolute auction and not absolute auction them. So, the first two cars we actually missed. I'm like, how the hell am I going to get out of this? Somebody's going to be a hard ass and bust me on the absolute auction thing. So when we started selling them, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000, they started getting some momentum. And then at the end of it, I said, look, we got to sell those last two also. And they still brought about 3,000 apiece. But yeah, so every day is not a winner. I'm not, you know, a little sad, sob story. There, there are cars. Now, there was one, ah, I don't need to talk about it, but um, the market's slipping. The car market's definitely coming down. And not that that's a good example, but, that, but those junks during that COVID money, yeah. they would have brought 15,000, 20,000 apiece. Yeah, people are running out of crazy disposable income to do stupid things with. Is my point, and um, that that is a barometer. I always believe the used car wholesale market goes hand in hand with the uh, Wall Street. I know it does, and mm -hmm. it's 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 time. It, it's getting corrected. So there's your little car geek out moment. Little insider information. Fascinating. No, oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm here to entertain you. Gigi, what have you got? So, how, oh, I was going to oh, no, ask no, you. So what? Go ahead. How much money did you lose? 6000 Oh, that's all? Yep. 
that's all. Okay, I thought you meant they sold for for six thousand a piece. So you lost a lot more. But no, that's okay. all. That's you know how much whiskey and Steely Dan records you can buy with six thousand dollars, man. Be set up for life. Okay, so you remember remember uh, a while back we talked about bicyclists and and how much they annoy you and how much they annoy me too. Yes. Okay, well, well here's some a, of them, not all of them. Just, I mean, just, they, I just get just mad the when I see ones. them. The I think ones. it's residual leftover anger at the ones who got in my way. So they just make me mad. But <laughs> here's a road rage encounter between a guy, a gray-haired older fella. There's that word again. <laughs> Sounds fella. like huh. fella. He's had about enough of a cyclist who keeps referring to a specific road rule that allows him to ride his bike in the same lane as cars. Here we go. As long as he stays to the right of motorists, as he is clearly marked, as is clearly marked. Cut 22. Tough guy. You want to be a tough Call guy? You're not so tough right now, are Call you? Call the cops. You're not so tough, are you, small guy? You're short I'm following little the guy. law. You're not following the law. You're a tiny little man. Vehicle code. My name is your worst enemy. I'm your Huckleberry, buddy. You short little hunk. You come through this town thinking you're really cool on your bike, like you own this lane. Look at the bike lane is on this it's side. It's called Shero. It's right in the middle of the street. Shero. I get Shero. I get but that entire lane. you came around me like this. You, you came blocked around. my way. You I didn't block my you way. way. I honked my horn because you were way over in our lane. No, that's my lane. No, it's, it's not Shero. your lane. You're lucky today, buddy. Law, right? You're lucky today. What's your name? My name is your worst enemy. You don't own the you road, You own the road? I don't own the road. See that sign right there? That's Shero. See that symbol right there? Get you some, bitch. <laughs> Charlie, that kind of sounds like you. I could see you sweating up as you were listening to that. Well... Funny you say, I did have a little bit of a bicycle run-in in Florida. Yeah? Yeah. How'd it go? Well, it went with me laying on the horn for three blocks with this okay. guy. My wife was, <laughs> a kid was not having it at all. Dark turly. The dude, the dude was just, like he said, he was taking up the whole side. So I was like, all right, I'm going to lay my horn and just laid it. And it was three blocks you. and people are just turning, looking around, what's going on? The guy... <laughs> Finally, just stopped, pulled to the side. Wait, I just, I, I, I didn't, I didn't start cussing at him or anything like that. I just was giving him that eye, and the whole time, still was the horn was down the whole time. Finally, <laughs> like we just went our own way. But yeah, I, I can't stand these bicyclists, but bikes, motorbikes, anything to that extent, because they all do. They think they own the road. When I was in um, Europe, where my wife's family's from, they have bike lanes everywhere. And I whip my door open. I don't think about it. You know, I'm, I'm American. I'm a Texan. And uh, she's like, you got to quit doing that, man. These bikes are everywhere. And I whip my door open. And sure enough, it was just like that. <laughs> just like that European vacation. Yeah. You remember when Chevy Chase wrecked that bicyclist? Yes. Whipped that door open. The guy went right into it. Oh, oh I felt bad. Oh, no. I felt so bad. It was my fault. I'm an idiot. But what's new? I'm a little Larry David-ish. Yeah, mountain bikes. That's the way to do it. Off-road. I love bikes. I just don't want them in the middle of the road. Yeah. All right. When we come back, we're going to do the car thing. Tracy. Tracy, are you there in San Diego? Yes, I am. I'm going to put you on hold. We're going to play a song. We come back, I'm going to bid your Mustang, okay? All right, great. Hang on. And you too, whoever you are, listening wherever you are, call now, 800-800-7234. 800-800-RADIO and I'm going to bid your car on behalf of our sponsor Give Me The VIN 
GiveMeTheVin.com. GiveMeTheVin.com. America's best car buyer. If Give Me The Vin doesn't beat a written CarMax offer, they'll send you a check for $100. Give Me The Vin's reviews are a four-star on the Better Business Bureau. And if you look at Carvana or CarMax, you'll see two stars. Give Me The Vin has been in business for 29 years. They buy over 1,000 cars per week from you guys, the listeners. And you don't get to buy that many cars by being the lowest bid in town. We'll be right back. Heard on the air every Saturday morning from New York to Los Angeles to Houston and broadcasting to the rest of the world online at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. You're listening to The John Clay Wolf Show. Want more of The John Clay Wolf Show? Check out the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast at jcwshow.com. Now, back to The John Clay Wolf Show. Hit him up right now, 1-800-800-RADIO. This is The John Clay Wolf Show. And this is where we bid buy cars for the show's sponsor, GiveMeTheVin.com. And we're going to start with Tracy in San Diego. Sunny San Diego, California. What up, homie? Good morning, Trace. Hello. How are you today? Good, good. Are you in San Diego or are you outside San Diego? I live right in the city of San Diego. I'm just a couple miles from downtown, literally about a four-minute or six-minute drive. Beautiful. I went to that hotel. Was it Coronado? Is that what it's called? Ooh, oh, Hotel Del. Hotel Del. Yeah, talk about expensive. I mean, like a cup of coffee yeah. was eight bucks. Is that the funky little it's, place that I stayed in? It's huge. It looks kind of like The Shining on the inside. No, this is a massive <laughs> tourist no. on the edge of it a peninsula. It has a big red clay wolf yep. on, or red clay wolf, red clay roof on top, mm. or I think it's tin probably, but yeah. Yeah, we were in a different place. So 19 Ford Mustang GT, it's a premium, so it's leathered up with all the gear, is that right? Yep. 5,000 miles. That's yep. not many miles for a three or four year old car. What what do you do with it? Um, he basically it was his uh, late life uh, crisis. Okay. So because he's he's turning eighty, right. um, and uh, he just he didn't drive it much. It just it uh, my stepmom would drive him places in it, but he didn't drive it much. It so it it has been driven, but well, that's it, great. You no, know. it's great. It's, it's a new used car. Oh yeah, it it it's pristine. The paint is beautiful. The engine inside's beautiful. Everything is. Do you is, know? What, you know it. Do you know what it takes to buy? Go ahead. Uh, you know what? Uh, I know he paid cash when he bought it, and he paid like one twenty four. Hundred twenty four thousand. No, 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 not that much. Um, what did he say he paid for it, honey? I was about to say, this is something special. Oh, no, he paid more than that. No, he probably paid but, um, 40 grand for it. Maybe. Right. I'm not sure. But uh, hey, hey, I know hey, he paid cash. Are you, are, are you, so you have a clear title. Are you there with your stepmother? Um, no, I'm not. I'm not here right now because uh, they live in Long Beach. So, um, okay. no, he hasn't passed yet. He, he but it's that one of the things he, he wants to do, they gave him 18 months. So one of the things he wants to do is sell the car so my stepmom doesn't have to worry about it. 
and things like that. So I told him, well, I'll call JCW and uh, see if he'll give a, a bid on it, and oh. then you guys can load it up. I just want to buy it. Do you know what? Do you know what it takes to buy it? Uh, I I don't. Um, I could hit him. Uh, at, do this. Hit him at thirty five thousand, and then uh, okay. And I'll give that, and I might give a little more. Probably will. Okay. But, but it, it, it's okay. something and like it's this. That I, red I, I, color. I, it's beautiful. Oh, I want to buy it. I, here's what I hate doing. <laughs> I, I I hate bidding it. Right. Thirty five thousand, yeah. and then y'all go call this other guy. And he's like, well, I'll give thirty five five. Okay. So it's like the first guy that speaks loses on a car like this, and I, yeah. I want to buy it. So okay, I'm okay. I'm I'm open the bid at thirty five grand. Get with them, find out what okay. it takes, and um, okay. and then we'll we'll make a deal. And I'll I'll uh, I, right. I I have an office in Oceanside. Okay, and we got a check printer right well, there. He's actually in Long Beach, so um, I have an office in Oceanside. I have an office in Costa Del Mar or uh, Costa Mesa. Have an office in that's probably a little closer in to Anaheim. So Costa Mesa. Yeah, Costa Mesa office is right there across from the mall, uh, across from the yeah. airport. Yep. Okay. Cool, Trace. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. My name is John Bye-bye. Clay Wolf. I like to buy cars on the radio. For give me the VIN. Give me the VIN. Give me the VIN. Dot com. Be right back. Yeah, some people say syndicated shows aren't that good because they don't have that local feel. Right. But you don't skyrocket. To the number one weekend spot by sucking. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, The John Clay Wolf Show. Go to jcwshow.com. We now return to The John Clay Wolf Show. Presented by gimmethevin.com. Call in 800-800-RADIO and check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. This is The John Clay Wolf Show. It is hot. Damn hot. We need to play some Jeopardy. I enjoy those little bits. All right. Wolfpack Jeopardy, is that what you call it? Wolfpack Jeopardy. Gigi always wins. <laughs> Time to test the intellectual and pop culture IQ of John Clay Wolf and his crew, namely Gigi. Yay. With Wolfpack Jeopardy. You ready, John? I'm always ready. Let's take a look at our categories. Category one, she works hard for the bunny. Famous celebrities who've graced the pages of Playboy magazine. Category two is filet o soul, spotlighting performers of Philadelphia soul music. Hollow notes. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> the answer would be who is hollow notes, okay. and that's if somebody asked a question. Okay. Category one. Seven years before she broke the internet, this West Coast socialite became the first of her very famous family to be featured in the pages of Playboy. Ding, ding. Can you read the question again? <laughs> Seven years before she broke the internet, this West Coast socialite became the first of her very famous family to be featured in the pages of Playboy. Who is Farrah Fawcett? That is incorrect. You kidding? Famous family? West Coast socialite? Gigi, you got anything? Who is not me? That is incorrect. The answer is who is, who Anna is Kim Kardashian? She was in Playboy? Yeah. She's a socialite? Oh, I guess so. I she thought she really was just anything. a hizzo. Question two. Before appearing in Playboy at the age of 19, this former child actress had a starring role in the highest grossing film of the 80s, E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Who is Drew Barrymore? That is correct. Gigi yeah. is on the board Yay, with $100. Thank you. 
Question three, for her only Playboy appearance, listen closely, this pop music superstar's cover notice in 1985 read, unlike a virgin for the very first time. Madonna. Who is Madonna? That is correct, John. Thank you. Tied. Even Steven. Is she still alive? She almost died last week. Who, Madonna almost died for real? Yep. No, what happened? She should never have got it on with Dennis Rodman's What Happened. Long-term viral thing. And that's a different game show. Category two questions. This R&B singing group from Canton, Ohio, signed with Philadelphia International in 1972 and rode the love train all the way to the bank. Who are the OJs? That is correct, John. Very good. This family act consisting of sisters. I beat a black girl. I'm like, for real? Like, wow, you let your inner black boy out. (laughs) I get double for that. This family act consisting of sisters Debbie, Joni, Kim, and Kathy weren't lying when they sang, We Are Family. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding. Who is Sister Sledge? You're not going to be in the black version. You're not going to do that. You got me. That's not the first time. I was there with you, though. That's not the first time Gigi dinged first. And... After a less-than-stellar start at Motown, this singing group teamed with Philadelphia writer-producer Tom Bell and scored a string of top ten hits, including Games People Play, Rubber Band Man, and Could It Be I'm Falling in Love. Ding! Ding! Yes. Who are the spinners? I, spinners! I mean, that is correct, that's a tie! That no! Is correct, Do another one! I, was, I beat her! Bull! That, you're cheating! See? Uh-uh. See? See? No, is the spinners. And I had Sister Sledge, too. And our winner on the Daily no, I, Double I, I, Sister Sledge question was, Gigi, that makes you the winner of Wolfpack Jeopardy this week. Look at me and look at my Very golden wings. Job, look at my golden wings. Look, look at my wings. Dance, they baby, my dance. <laughs> Welcome to the winner's circle. <sighs> Did you ever watch Dave Chappelle? That is too much fun. I man. know black people. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you ever see that, G? No. Uh, it was like, it was a similar setup to this. Mm-hmm. And it was like, why do black people smoke menthol cigarettes? Oh, I love that. I don't know. That's correct. <laughs> I don't know is the answer. <laughs> I don't know is the correct answer. Wham! I love it. I was waiting for the answer. Like, ooh, how come? <laughs> what do black people call a single cigarette? What? A square? A, a Lucy. Oh, okay. Give me one. Make one up. Um Okay. What do what do black people call a super straight laced person? A square. L7. Square. L7. Oh. I was yeah, going to say L7. Caucasian. Yeah. Give me another one. Um, Keep them coming. Okay. Okay. What do black people say when something tastes really good? That's fire. On. That's fat. That's 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 good. What is, you put your whole foot in this. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Keep them coming. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> now we're you, getting somewhere. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And um, DJ Pre-K, you get to play also. Oh, I'm on. Okay. All right. How do you know it's going to be a really good story when a black person tells it? What do they say? You ain't going to believe this. Okay. Uh, what is, what had happened was. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, you want more? Oh, well, okay. I, I could do this all day. Okay, okay. You got no James Brown music or something for the bottom? This is historic. <laughs> okay, so so translate this. Okay. Okay. What is when black people say Amobite, what is that? Use it in a sentence. Amobite. Pre K, I refer to you. I'd like to take a lifeline, DJ Pre K. If he touch my herb again, I'm gonna beat their ass. You got it. <laughs> 
you got it. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Showed up. All right. That was a successful uh, audible. What else? That was good. Uh, let me see. <laughs> Running through my repertoire of, um, of black people things. Okay, so here's another one. When black people say, you know what's going to be a good story? When black people say, what is? Come on. What is? What is? You know it's going to be a good story. DJ, I'm going to have to go to you again. Man. What is? Boom. And then what happened next? Boom. Boom. (laughs) That was a little deep for me. That's yeah, right. That's deep uh, did they did, did uh menthol cigarettes get outlawed in California as a whole? I mean, when we were in Burbank the last time, um, well, it's about a year or so ago, more than a year, whatever. Um, that's when I was still smoke occasionally and get those Marlboro menthols, and they said they were outlawing them. So I don't know if they did because I don't smoke anymore, but they were going to. And I see that as the way to keep black people away from smoking. How about that? There you go. There you go. You know what I mean? Well, thank yeah. you, Gigi. But, uh, I'd love to do that again next week. You need to write some more questions. This well, is, okay. Uh, this is coming straight from it. Do y'all remember Chocolate Rain? Oh, Chocolate yeah. Rain. Yeah, oh, I love yeah. that song. <laughs> Cut yeah, to yeah, him. Yeah. Hold on. You could get a, we got to set it up. Isn't this the flashback clip right here, yeah, Bobo? It is, yeah. This, is, this comes from way back in 2007. Just to get a feel for what was going on back then, here are a couple of things you might remember. Uh, one, the Sopranos ended with their infamous cut to black ending. Remember that? I know mm-hmm. we were all there. The San Antonio Spurs swept the Cleveland Cavaliers to win the 2007 NBA Fangs. What year are we talking? 2007. Okay. Um, the Price is Right aired its final episode with their original host, Bob Barker, and this, cut number 10. Chocolate rain <laughs> Some stay dry and others feel the pain Chocolate rain I mean A baby born will die before the sin Chocolate rain I think, did you introduce this to me, Turley? Yes 07, were we working together? Yeah uh, No, 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 actually It was everywhere, man. Yeah It was everywhere It might have been right about the time, yeah that is Chocolate Rain. It's a song that was written and performed and recorded by American singer Tay Zonday. It quickly became popular after the video was uploaded to YouTube in 2007. It's since been viewed more than 136 million times. YouTube was only two years old at the time. You want to hear so something worse than that? That's quite a track record. You want to hear something worse than this? This is pretty bad. Well, yeah, but you know what he's singing about, right? No. Institutional racism. Oh, what? Y'all didn't know you was woke, did you? Right. No. Whoa, I did <laughs> How about that? You was woke before everybody else was woke. You was, just didn't know. And it was on the scene, like, universally. Now, Tay Zonday was a very good vocalist. And some weird on-screen mannerisms. But he also had a lot of wise asses doing parodies of his song back then. Here's one they did about uh, Herman Cain during the, the presidential liberal, primaries in 2011. The liberal media is full of lies. <laughs> Herman, did you grope her? I abstain not to blame. Right. <laughs> definition is so vague. Herman Cain. <laughs> so bad. Judge me not by race, but what else? by my... And there was a hundred of those out there. He even got his own badly impersonated cameo on South Park in an episode called Battle of the Internet Memes, Cut 28. Can we collect our internet money in front of you, please? I don't think so. <laughs> Nothing takes priority over chocolate rain. <laughs> Oh, here he goes with the ego again. Who crowned you the top internet star? I did. When I became bigger than all you bitches. 
Oh, please. Laughing Baby had four times as many views as you. <laughs> you better shut your f***ing mouth, Laughing Baby. <laughs> I can't believe that got... I forgot how big that got. Yeah, he's worth 500000 now. Really? Right. Well, mm-hmm. good for him. He's done endorsements and TV appearances since then. You know who's bigger and badder than him? Uh, and he... We got a clip of him doing a hip-hop song. Cut. 18. Oh, well, I paint but Santa cannot lie. You are the brothers that can't deny. <laughs> and when a girl walks in with an itty bitty weight stand around in, in your face, you get scrum. You get scrum. <laughs> you get scrum. And deep in the jeans she's wearing, I looked and I can't stop staring. Baby got back. AI is so great. I love it. This is, yeah, this is AI Elvis. <laughs> really? Yes. It sounds so good. Oh, no, it's, it's I'm, I'm telling you, there's going to be so many people are going to get fooled with. You get sprung. You get I don't know one, no other, but maybe it's just you, I'm thinking of. We'll be back in a minute. This is Jimmy Levin, the John Clay Wolf Show. Get a haircut, buttercup! America's largest weekend morning show, 800-800-RADIO. Check out the podcast at jcwshow.com or johnclaywolf.com. Hey, the largest radio show and fastest growing podcast, the John Clay Wolf Show. The John Clay Wolf Show. Here's what's going on in the Wolf Pack. I am an upper middle class mother of three. I am married. I am not a drug addict, but I do donate plasma. It's a great thing to do. I'll Can't give you five dollars for your plasma. Um, but you always get at least forty, and it can sometimes go up there. Show me written offer for forty dollars. I'll give you forty-five, on. and if I can't beat it, I'll give you a hundred dollars. <laughs> the John Clay Wolf Show every Saturday morning. Now back to the John Clay Wolf Show, taking over your radio every Saturday morning. Uh. Wrapping up the end of hour number five, hour number six coming. Remember, all of it is compacted, music stripped out, commercials stripped out, and posted online at jcwshow.com about two o'clock this afternoon. A lot of people grab that podcast and just use it as their commute piece because who the hell is going to sit on Saturday morning and listen to that many hours of radio? Not me. Well, no, I guess I do because I'm doing it. So McDonald's employee spots escaped convict. One dollar menu was the key. Cut 11. You got to give me a second to get over to oh, it. Sorry. Okay, sorry. There we go. He was asking for a uh, something off the dollar menu and I was like... There hasn't been a dollar menu at McDonald's for a while. Like, he's been out of touch. And then, like, it, it clicked for me. I was like, oh, no, that's that guy. Where you been, homie? <laughs> in penitentiary. This was an, an actual, a literal escaped convict. Right. Okay. Escaped. Right. Yeah. So the guy spotted him because he tried to order, where's your dollar menu? <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't had that in about eight years. So that's how he caught him. So I went on CGP and got AI to write me some other... Um, I think passable jokes about how to spot an escaped convict in a fast food restaurant. You want to hear? Mm-hmm. Oh, and again, yeah. these were written by AI, so <laughs> your miles may vary. Okay. Um, how to spot an escaped convict in a fast food re- establishment? Instead of using cash or a credit card, they try to pay with a pack of smokes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
too. They asked for their order to go, but instead eat it at the bottom of the play area ball pit, completely out of sight. What? Answer three, they order their quarter pounder combo meal with a side of canned fruit and cornbread. This is terrible. This is bad. <laughs> yeah. Answer four, he's the only one using a plastic knife to cut his burger. You just lost a listener. Yeah. And answer five, they ask, is the Hamburglar here? Because I'd like to get an autograph. And how is he doing? <laughs> I haven't seen him in a while. Hamburglar? Yeah, Hamburglar. I don't know. Robble, robble. Is he still around? I haven't seen him. They just made a big deal about Grimace's birthday yeah. a couple well, weeks ago. Because he's got the Grimace shake. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. It's a whole TikTok thing, too, now. Do you, you Was it dance or something? No. So if you get this uh, Grimace shake and you like take a sip out of it, and it's supposed to show that the next scene is where you're dead in some pose. For TikTok. Ew. I don't know. That's what TikTok does. I, Speaking of I ex-cons know. that aren't ex-cons yet, Harvard Law Mom has good advice for teens who get locked up. Cut 17. First, if you do something dumb and get thrown in jail, don't you dare call me and say, Mom, I did something terrible. Those phone calls are recorded. So many people know to keep their mouth shut to the police. But those same people confess everything on the phone to their mom. Just tell me where you are and mom will come. All kids make bad decisions. Come to me, but do not. And I say do not break more laws because you're covering up the first bad thing. All right. So shut up is her message. Yes. Do, did you ever call your mom when you're in trouble and then she just like, didn't didn't say anything and just come and get you yeah. that kind of thing like with you know not saying don't say a word i'll come and, and rescue you no basically. but my dad took me by school after a skating party one time and because the skating rink was near our, our school and we he, we drove back to the school that was after school closed and and he said um i said what are we doing here he said your teacher wanted to have a meeting with me and you they said there's a problem and i was like what is it? He said, well, that's what I'm asking. You want you go ahead and tell me what you've done before we get in there. And I just started spilling all these beans. <laughs> and there was no meeting. Oh, man. Yeah. That's slick right there. Yeah. You told on yourself. I just ratted myself out. It's terrible. Gee. Jimmy Buffett is out of the hospital and jamming with friends. Cut 16. Yeah, that's he said he was, he was in the hospital for a while working on a medical condition, he said. So this past week. He stopped by a Mac McAnally concert, who's his sideman in the Coral Reefer band, and by surprise, popped up right there on stage. And there he is. I would play for you. I'll tell you, that is some relaxing stuff, that island stuff. This last week, this is the oh. first time we haven't had an auction. I don't know how many years. We canceled it this oh, yeah, week. Before. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and for the, for the holiday, and I went to Abaco, right off the coast of Florida. Wow. God, it was nice. Got on a Hobie Cat. Okay. You know what a Hobie Cat is? You bet. Sailed that thing for hours. Just loved it. Didn't have a phone on me. Dude, I've been wearing Hobie apparel since the third grade. Yeah, didn't take us with you. Well, you live a little far. I was on that's the, okay. I, that's I, okay. I, I, you got it like that. Send for me. And then I, oh. I worked in Miami on Thursday and Friday. And um, 
learned more and more about Miami. We have a we have an office in a church. Ooh. Right. Great big church. And they have office space available. And we took it for Gimme the Vin, that location, because they had so much parking. But what they didn't tell us is they it's a black people church. Uh-oh. That's fine. <laughs> That's not a problem. But the funerals are really big. <laughs> And they happen on Saturdays a lot. And Saturdays is our heaviest day where customers bring their cars over to get paid. And like negotiating and navigating through the caskets and the hearses and the people crying. I'm like, this is not a place to have a business. Whoever picked this is an idiot. And I'm an idiot for approving it. I don't care if the parking's good because when we need it, it's not a good. It's just full of people. I mean, I was there on Friday and it was, I had to park out on the street to get to the office and everybody's crying. and Like, this is yeah. insanity. Yeah, we That's had a, a drop. A customer dropped off yesterday. Yeah. And as they're dropping off, a casket is getting rolled into the church. Right. And oh. we're checking in a vehicle. Yeah, it was not the greatest uh, no, timing is, at all. Th- th- this is not a... We are moving the office out of the yeah. church. Reverend Charles, um, could you pray for that? Oh, he's not there. Oh, he's Re- coming. Sell Re- your car and mourn your loss at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and goodbye. <laughs> but but I, I had Reverend Charles with me, and he did. He just jumped in and did a spot eulogy. But Reverend Charles, can you pray for us a new office in Miami? Dear Lord, I won't preface this by saying I'm here with John Clay Wolf. He's looking at me, listening to me right now. So I want you to read between my lines, dear God. Please find this man a new office before he mess up something for, for our whole bunch. Amen. <laughs> That's pretty short. Pretty short. Ref. I didn't hear I didn't hear the entirety of your speech before. Um, but you don't like being in the church? No, 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 no. It's a little too busy. A little mm-hmm. too busy. A little too busy. It is a church. I don't know I'll what to say. You, dude, in Miami, like the the zones, there's no. It's worse than Houston. The zones, like from good to bad, from bad to good, it is all over the place. Traffic's terrible. I was. Um, mm-hmm. It is not Miami Vice anymore. It's changed a lot. I ain't been a long time before that. You know, it, back in 1971, it was not like that at all. You could have been killed any street corner in the world. The smugglers, bad cops, Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. Dangerous people. Dangerous people. Mm-hmm. It ain't just all pelicans. We're going... <laughs> we have an office in Miami. We have one in West Palm. We're putting one in Naples. Orlando, we already have one in Tampa. And in California, we have one in Riverside, Oceanside, Costa Mesa, Anaheim, Burbank. Is that all of them? God, I forget. And that California side, yeah. What do these people do when they sit in those offices all day? Uh, They're either buyers or inspectors. It just depends on which location that they're at. Yeah, but like, there's some of them that are slow. So they just sit there and play Scrabble all day? I don't know if they're playing Scrabble. I mean, mean, if you want a job playing Scrabble doing nothing, you need to go to (laughs) gimmethevin.com and apply. Because... Uh, when I walk in these places, a lot of times, I mean, you know, they meet two people a day to drop their car off. That's two? Correct. And a lot of, if they're inspectors are part-time, so they schedule around it. But most of them are buyers. If they're buying at, at that location, right. depending on which location you're going to. Denver, we just got a new location. Um, a great one. I think we got the keys to it this week. I'm excited about that. 
But it's weird that this company's gotten so big, man. I don't even know where our offices are. I, and I have no idea who works there. None. Yeah, I had to surprise when I walked into the Tampa office. Yeah? Too, I was like, where's our guy that's supposed to be here? Where yeah. was he? Oh, well, he just left that, that day. Right, I was doing a pop-in, so like he left. He, like he quit? Yeah. He quit? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a fun moment. So you're hiring in Tampa? Yes, we are hiring in Tampa right now, yes. Okay. Jeez. Well, I know the job wasn't that hard. Why'd he quit? Did he get bored? Yeah, I guess so. He was a buyer, so he just he was a buyer. Buy- yeah, he wasn't buying very well. He sucked. Yep. So were we putting pressure on him and he quit because he's a flake? He mm. can't take the heat. Can't take the heat. Get your ass out the kitchen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! You went in there for a pop-in visit and the guy was gone. Yeah. Was he like walking by? Did he like say see and tell you to f off when he did it? No, I didn't. He wasn't even there. You didn't even. You'd, you'd like that better. Uh, yeah. Oh, I would much rather that. Yeah. I literally get there and the front desk is like, "You don't know." I was like, "No, you I don't, don't know. know. Your your your, your <laughs> yeah. girl just left your ass." Wow. <laughs> See, that sucks. Unbelievable. Yeah. Hang on, Tracy. Tracy. Yeah. You're back. Yeah. Um. I I made a mistake. The the seats are cloth, not leather. Okay. Well, you've already loaded it in to give me the VIN.com because I shot it over a manager and he said you're already working with somebody. Or somebody is. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right. I called my dad and told him, you know, send him the, you know, tell him Tracy called and talked to JCW. All right. Cool. We're on it. Do you need a All job right, thank in Tampa? You, John. All right. Do you want to go to work in <laughs> Tampa? Right. No. She didn't want to work it. Nobody wants to work anymore. Is this clock right? I've watched it reset yeah. four times. Okay. I don't need, it's, it's, it's gone over now. It's oh, past. okay. We're way past. All right. Um, our number, we're coming up, and the podcast goes up about 2 o'clock today. Be back in a sec. The John Clay Wolf Show has been a presentation of GiveMeTheVin.com from the Westwood One Radio Network. Join us again each and every Saturday right here for The John Clay Wolf Show. Together we'll spend some time forever. We'll never feel that anymore. Fucker, out. <laughs>